Blog Talk Radio. Culture, power, freedom, equal dice game. Dope in the rice game. Existential fridge, bitch. High dicks in they fixes. Bathroom bumps taking pictures. Look at what she sent you. Huh. Look at what she sent you. Yeah. Never jinx us, you will never rest in peace, chinks us. We run with guards in the rich niggas. Never need rides when you fly this high. Unarmed prophets always die. I'm from the Clinton Hill side of the star where the niggas born fly. Gangsters worship goddesses, miss with a fiction. Put it in the pot, then you twist it. Magic in they pussy make you miss them. Pillow talk, drink with me, baby, get the cream with me. Remember me, how we snuck up in the industry. Now we never in the streets. Game is really deep when you Standing on your feet, pass on the gatekeepers, keys and the guns and the speakers. Brand new, old school, newbie in the teachers. God on flash, spark mine like the reefer. God body, wordplay, putting spirit in the sin. Clarence 13 again, culture, power, freedom, equal dice game. Dope in that rice game. Unlock your mind with street test, try quest, liquid, rewind it. You requested foul shit, loud shit, existential French bitch. Yeah. High model, high dicks in they fixes. Bathroom bumps taking pictures. Porn in the inbox, look at what she sent you. Motivation, activation, when I die, bring me back to Haitian. Who do the voodoo that you do? Congo, Baba, now algorithm you do. Oh, she's so digital. Oh, she's so digital. Oh, she's so sh- There you have it, all right? Brother A.A. Rashid with that doff, that god body... That dog star hip-hop, peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. Welcome to Know the Ledge. You are now rocking with the best. This is your host for the evening, Brother Red Pill. Soon to be joined by my co-host, the Brother Blue Pill. Give it a moment. We're loading up the uh, technology right now. The computer's breathing. All right? Peace to the family, peace to the universe. Everybody that's joining us tonight, love and light. On this Hallow's Eve, or the Eve of Halloween, for that matter, you know what I'm saying? Get you some candy and pull up a chair. Know the ledge radio is in class. The class is in session. Yes, indeed. We are going to have ourselves a mighty mental show tonight. We are bringing back the world-renowned Brother Oba. All right? Give us some dark magic tonight, you know what I'm saying? Check about those dark arts. Uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right, give me one minute, though. Let me load up, and then we're going to get to uh, this call queue and open up the line for Brother Blue. All right. Um, for the family that's joining us, who is with us on Tuesday, thank you for your attendance on that roundtable session that Red and Blue had. Uh, it was another one of those monumental shows. Thanks highly in part to our audience, to the guests, you know what I'm saying, to the callers who definitely called in and had some very interesting um, question, comments, and concerns that they wanted to share with the family. We had very interesting builds and whatnot, and um, I definitely uh, – want to send a salute to everybody that called up on that show, you know what I mean, and made that monumental, okay? So salute to y'all. 
right. Salute to my brother Sarnetta. Salute to my brother Sankofa. Salute to my brother uh, Lord Jamal from the legendary group Brand Nubians. We did an interview with the God today. It was actually a live stream. So uh, anybody that was on Sarnetta Studio and got the alert, you were able to see a live session right from the brother's couch. Like, you know what I'm saying? You used to seeing him on Vlad, but, uh, you know, the brother wanted to keep it real um, authentic, you know, so he told the guards, come to the crib, you know what I mean, come to his rest, you know, where his family stays. And we was able to do the interview there. So, um, you know, salute to that brother. That is a real, very, very real OG, you know what I'm saying? One of the things that I pointed out to the brother and um, one thing that uh, amazes me and, um, you know, it makes me definitely smile is the simple fact that the brother is very relevant, you know. And I can remember when I was a teenager listening to Grand Poobah, you know, Sadat X, Lord Jamal, Brand Nubian, and they were very, very, they were extremely relevant back then. You know what I'm saying? So for him to still be very relevant 30 years later, 30, you know, 20-some odd, 30 years later, that is a feat upon itself because of the simple fact that, you know, we know the longevity of, quote-unquote, rappers in the industry. It's almost like a microwavable industry right now. There's not too many people who have longevity in the game who still relevant right now not relevant for doing retarded things, but relevant for actually being, standing on this square, speaking truth to power, and actually being non-apologetic with it. So my brother, Lord Jamal, represents that uh, pedigree or that stock of teachers. You know what I'm saying? He's keeping the uh, nation of gods and earth very, very, very relevant in today's time amongst the youth with his rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? So I want to salute that brother. You know what I mean? I want to, um, uh, the chat room is open, family. I want to give my brother Blue Pill uh, the floor real quick, you know what I'm saying, and let him introduce himself and let the family know what's going on before we go to this quick musical break. Peace, brother Blue. Peace to you and yours. Peace. All right. Yes, sir. Peace to the family. Peace to the Moors. Peace to the gods that's on tour. Coming live and direct. It's the author of the law of 44, Brother Blue. Peace to you. All right. What's goody? It's really good. Counting your kings. It's a magical evening. You know, the gates are open. The ancestors are in the building. And we are here having a monumental show, returning to the program, Brother Oba, the God, Apollo yes, Priest. Yes, indeed, the legend. You know? brother, yes, indeed, the brother is here to bring some vital information in these days and times when we are at the juncture of the window of Hollow's Eve. So as this portal is going to be open for the family to have exposure to the energy necessary for me to call upon the ancestors 
and actually get things done in the realm of spirit where it manifests into the material plane because that's the manifestation. That's where it comes from. Brother Aiden Rashid laid that out, right, using the tree. Yes. And using the logic of his brain, which is also at the center of which is the tree. So he was already privy to that plate. Yes, so here goes a continuation about how to actually get in contact with that spirit realm, that spirit family, you feed them properly so they can do your bidding. This way, no doubt. Who can stop playing the victim? Say it again. I said, so people can stop playing the victim when they talk about the system. Word. Word. Take your power. We just witnessed, again, we just witnessed the ability to use viral clips to make everyone get into their emotions. Yes, sir. And then you feel some way. You respond to it because you feel a certain type of way. So remember, the feelings are responsible for belief, and your belief is now responsible for the image of what's becoming of your physical world, right? So people are continuously in their feelings, but it's misdirected. They don't have no direction about how to actually get redressed, and you could balance those feelings to say, look, I know I'm not just in my emotions, but I actually did something about it, called on my ancestors because that's the spirit force. And the ancestors are definitely telling you something about South Carolina. Because on April 4th, you got Mm -hmm. Walter Scott, right? Yes. Who was shot in the back. They let him eight shots, and he got hit with five. Then you had the massacre in the church on sacred ground. Call it what you want, but there's been now an ongoing campaign against churches that are totally violating the foundation of what is considered the quote-unquote black church. The, The strong bed of their Christian tradition. So it's like even open war and backhand slaps to their own congregation, their own people that they have doing their own bidding. So you see this whole total desecration of the entire face of what it means to be, quote, unquote, black in this society. And it's all happening by way of this particular state where there's the most strongest ancestral force because that's the entry point. So that's ground zero. Then you had the floods. Okay? So here comes the water, right, of water and spirit. We're talking about spirits tonight. Then you had the water rushing in, the cleansing. And then we have this incident now dealing with the daughter of the mother, which is also represented by water and spirit. Here we are in Scorpio, dealing with 
Warren, the sister is um, spirit. Yeah. The sister, I don't mean to cut your wisdom, the sister is af- actually an orphan, right? An orphan. Okay. Motherless child. You understand? Motherless child. Mm-hmm. The abandoned seed who is abandoned by the other principles in her classroom, that being the masculine and the feminine principle. Mm. Who or what? Step back and allow the daughter to be assaulted, right? By the displaced son. Because of the absence of the father. Can I get a ball? Can the congregation say amen? Amen. So, this is what we are witnessing in these times. And instead of playing the victim, there's nothing else you should be compelled to use anything available and accessible and effective when it comes to mounting a defense. I agree. And it's necessary, and at this time, it is necessary to plan an offense as well. So if someone is offensive to you, then you plan an offense, and you become offensive to them. To them, put them on defense. So these are solution-based programs that we are bringing forth in this phase of KTL Radio, where it's not just about rhetoric, but about real-time application, applicable methods. And we know what brothers bring, Brother Oba brings to the table is an effective method that has many testimonials, many people have been witness to, including yours truly. Mm. And Brother Red as well, but I ain't going to speak on, you know. You can tell you yourself, and I'm sure that there are many people that are on the phone Tonight, they can also attest to this for themselves and be put on public record. We know the system that our brother represents is a system that, in essence, is our system. And when we say ours, we mean the family, those that have access to the well of knowledge of which if you care to drink, then there's something to quench your thirst because we all have a relationship to spirit. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree to the path in which one gets to access that spirit or not, and for some people, they're very well-rooted in their ability to access that realm. And for them, I know they lay not in judgment but they understand this conversation conversation is necessary because you have to give people options that don't know what 
that that option exists. Not everybody has heard the brother on this program, the older OBA conversations. So especially to to them, this is a gift of water and spirit. Peace. Indeed, bro. Indeed. Over the last few months, I've been in intense studying and I've come across, you know, a lot of solution-based results, you know. And one one of the most solutions that have stood out to this standing out to me at this moment is the um the arts, the systems, the dark arts, right. the utilization of what some people may deem or call or misnomer black magic. Now, I'm not just saying this from a speculatory stance. What I'm saying is the studying that I've been doing has led me to a lot of different examples that are very um, undeniable and undebatable at this point as to the um, utilization of these arts amongst different groups of individuals who are on quests of power and prestige and money and things of that nature. You know, individuals who may frequent underworlds, you know, different circles in the underworld. So, you know, people that our listening audience may have uh, personal acquaintances with, or shit, you just might be attracted to that character. You know, some a lot of us are attracted to the dark side when we, uh, we root for the bad guy in the movie, or we root for the anti-hero, or we root for the archangel and things of that nature. Facts? Or we listen to future. Right. Or we listen to future. Or we listen to you know uh, a darker version no. of you know. I seen Dolph Man X meet Rakim for the first time the other day. Word. And I saw it on the internet. Shout out to the internet. You understand? Yeah, that was powerful. You know, what that saying? was the realest shit I ever seen in terms of hip hop moments. Moments going into the age of forty. And still seeing heroic moments like that. That was a heroic yeah. moment. You seen a meeting yeah. of two gods on either right. plane giving each other due respect. Yes, indeed. You and know, more and um, needed. You feel me? Indeed. And I, I, I pray and hope that the impact, something that my brother Rakim may have said, to our brother DMX, I hope and pray that it resonates and it speaks to his subconscious about his importance. And I'm sure vice versa in that whole situation as well, because who's to say? Bro, in my mind's eye, I see a renaissance of hip-hop coming. You know what I'm saying? Where there's going to be new collaborations in which we've never anticipated there's going to be artists making albums into their 50s where it's just grand collaborations because they're living in the golden age of this this new age that's coming. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. And this new age that I'm talking about is a golden age. It's the return of a golden age. And I'm happy to say, due to my studies and due to 
just a, a recent chain of events in my life. I'm in possession of the opportunity to actually get us to that promised land that they talk so much about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's accessible. It's accessible. There's a route to it. And it's economical. You know what I'm saying? And it's spiritual and magical. But the magic kicks in once the spirit fuses with the economics. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you're able to get that voodoo economics together where you are making so much money. It's spooky. Because you're doing it independently and you understand about network marketing. And you just need a hundred dedicated soldiers. Just a hundred. Just a hundred. And I could easily put on the chalkboard how a hundred million dollars would be accessible in twelve months. Easy. Mm-hmm. You understand? And nobody yeah. got a missile finger to do anything out of necessity in terms of, you know, there's a time for everything and there's a way to go about things that are not necessarily meant to be, you know, in front of a camera or hung out to dry. You know? Yes. So, you know, And then going back to what I was saying earlier, yeah. I'm sorry. You discuss it at the round table breaking bread with your bedroom and your sister. You know, family eats together. You feel me? Everybody else is outside of that house. They might be acquainted with that person. They might be familiar with that person. They might have uh, interest in that person. They might spend money with that person, but they're not privy to What's being discussed? What's being discussed? And you know what I mean? At that table when you're eating, that's the family. So enough studying about the thirteen families of this and the council of three hundred and that. You feel me? What about the thirteen families over here and the council of three hundred is three hundred businesses? Or LLCs and about? e-commerce companies and MLMs and things of that nature. Multiple streams. Yes. Feel me? Multiple All streams. All into one big pond using the um, revolutionary concept that you brought forth about crowd economics. Feel me? Evolutionary. About actually putting together such a simple sushu process is just just retarded. And then, I mean, like, and then building from there, you know what I mean? Because to be honest with you, for the family, we don't have a problem getting into some complex, you know, like going deep with it, getting into more challenging or more, you know, complex waters. But in order to even go there first, we have to establish a foundation. And the foundation that we're proposing and the foundation that is going to be developed is going to be very simple because it will be simplified, you know, by digitizing it, by putting it in application form. And, um, Absolutely. you know, the only thing that's going Too to easy. make it complicated is niggotry. 
you know, uh, nigganomics, niggalogics, and things of that nature, sabotage, saboteurs. And that's something that we will not allow to enter into this cipher. This will Look, be divinely protected. That's why I already thought about the solution in that other night. We're going to have a nigga not committee on site. So it's going to be a nigga not here, nigga not here, a nigga not committee composed of the elders and the economic geniuses in our in our community are going to be on that committee making sure that that aspect of the business is dealt with and watched over by an advisory committee. You feel me? Mm-hmm. We ain't got to deal with that. Focus on the production and the promotion, right, and the actual execution of the plan. Indeed. That's where the CFOs and that aspect of the business, the advisory council and the planning committee, what businesses are activated first, how much funding goes into each business, what's the strategic, you know what I'm saying, like step-by-step process of how you're going to go the first 90 days with launching it or, you feel me, like all of those things. I mean, all of all of yeah, all of those questions that you just posed. Um, there's solutions to all of those questions, but even for other questions that may arise, or maybe there's one or two one or two questions that you pose that we haven't addressed directly. That's what the um, closed door roundtable, the meeting of investors, or the meeting of the minds, or the think tank that we that we're forming. Because you know, God, you know, I mean, the ancestors work in mysterious ways. But what I'm what I'm witnessing and what I'm privy to is the quality of membership making themselves known and reaching out. Now it happens both ways. I don't know if you, uh, I'm not sure, because you was outside, you was out there for two days on 2-5th. So I, I, I'm not 100% sure if you were privy to the fact that people are actually coming up there with proposals and ideas. And, you know, the um, there's some dynamic individuals that I'm meeting in the streets. You know what I'm saying? When right. I show up out there Every on Friday and Saturday. Every day I yeah. meet somebody with a dynamic idea every day I meet dynamic people. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. So Beautiful. there's a magnetism that exists outside of what the outside world says about that inside circle that they don't know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Because now, being there, I even see can put you in the matrix. Literally. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Literally. Okay, so here's the twofold aspect. I'm standing there on the side. They're having a conversation. The nature of the conversation to begin with was in the matrix. Because it was an issue on nationality that involved somebody who was having a talk about the issue of nationality and the failure to understand both ends almost like created, you know, a, a clash even on the Internet. It crashed the net. 
do you see where it jumps mm-hmm. from? It jumps from yeah. Facebook or YouTube to World Star to InfoWars. No. And then Marlon Wayans TV, four million hits. It's been jumping. Jumping, jumping, jumping. Yeah, it's been so, jumping. This is a conversation that's taking place to the right of me that now has made a global trek. And like I said, when you look at the nature of the conversation, it's one about one being confused with one's nationality on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then failure to understand the difference between nationality and nation and nationality and ethnicity, nationality and geography. So the main question now is posed, what exactly is nationality? Do we all know the definition? These are wonderful teaching moments that everyone seems to be failing to grasp the whole of and teach. For real, man. So many values. To my brother, Sharif Bay, who was on the fifth today, on his way to a concert uh, featuring a group called White Boys. And one of the members mm, of White I heard Boys, about that. Brother, yeah. Um, no doubt. brother out west. What's his name? Chrome, uh, one of them Chrome, is Shabazz. Chrome, Chrome that's one, yeah, that's one of the, that's one of the one of the brothers' names. So one of the brothers' names Shabazz, other brother named that. And this brother is a part of what was his group? Steady Box wait, what is it? It's a group out west. Is it the is it Chrome Doll? Yeah, it's down with exhibit, I believe, group. right? Downward exhibit, yeah, and they had a group. Do you remember the name of the group? Well, anyway. I'm not too sure. Yeah. The, the brother's part of this group, and, um, you know, he's been dealing with the information, so there's a lot even going on on the West Coast in regards to people now having access and more interest in the information. Yes. So... Now is the time that there needs to be some sort of referendum on what exactly are the goals and the objectives of the Moors, okay? Yes. And the group is called Strong Arm Steady, F-A-S? Strong Arm Steady, yeah. And that's Talib Kweli's artist, right? And keep in mind, that the the, F, the former SAF member is also Planet Asia, also Fonte, Fashon, Guilty Simpson, you know? Okay, yeah. Well, no. And shout out to a brother, Doggy Diamonds. He had a podcast earlier, you know what I'm saying? He had some things that he definitely had to get off his chest about the industry and their, what he calls and feels the misappropriation of quote unquote consciousness and you know the cultural platform without 
coming and paying homage to the people that are in the streets doing the work. Now, at this time, I know that y'all was sitting down doing an interview with the brother, Lord Jamal. Yeah, and I guess I would definitely love to have been there for that. Yes, sir. Um, but I know we are definitely going to make sure. Yeah, yeah. We, we're going to make sure that you are going to uh, be there exclusively for our follow-up because we are, we are actually were invited to deal with Grand Puba next week. Grand Puba made the call to um, come forth and do the interview. And I know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I was there with you in the 80s. So I know how uh, significant know. of an impact yeah. culturally and musically Grand Poobah was to you. Very much. Very much. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Like, he also, someone like how Kane represented a fatherly vibe, more Osarian than Heyru. Same with Rakim. It was an authoritarian, but not disciplinarian, but more Osarian vibe of uh, Batar energy. You know what I'm saying? Osar Batar energy that he came with. And, um, you know, he had somebody like PMD had that energy. You feel me? So yeah. he was in that realm of an MC, you know? Yes, sir. And he uh, also he was a beast. He's he a also beast. was responsible for uh, transcending or really the first to build a bridge from what we call, quote, unquote, the old school fashion-wise sense into the new school fashion-wise sense when he introduced Tommy to the grand stage. And he did it yes, in sir. such a, a a way that gave it such a pop, you know what I'm saying? And the Diddy Bop and he swagged it, it out. That it just became, yeah, he swagged it out. It instantly became a New York fashion staple while it was already bubbling on the underground. But remember, he gave it that, uh, he brought it to the national stage, remember, because he was up. He was up next. And that's how he slid into the spotlight with the book bag just killing it. You know what I'm saying? The backpack shit, yeah, and the Tommy Hilfiger yeah, to the booster. with the backpack, you know. Yeah, he paid homage to the booster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. And a dirty backpacker. No offense. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. No, but so, the um, clean. Very clean. Shout out to Sadat X, because he had the crown, you know, for a few years when when, when, that, uh, when that album went down. Feel me? Yes, sir. So one thing that was, I you know, it was a major shining point because them as a trio was just such an interesting mix and dynamic in hip hop. Feel me? It definitely was. To be a group that was spitting information, but they had that that combination like that. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Well, the God yeah. talked about. He talked about the influence that um, the God bodies had on him and he also right. spoke about his re- it, yeah he also spoke about why he decided to join the nation of gods and earths as opposed to his first initial offer it was to be a member of the um, nation of islam and he spoke about mm-hmm. the fact that he identified right. with the street the street uh the street consciousness that uh that was represented 
in full, you know what I mean? He was like, yo, I, I gravitated towards the guards because, you know, they, they were still street. They still allowed me to right. do what I had to do. We was smoking blunts, drinking 40s, you know what I'm saying, doing hip-hop. He said hip-hop was the bridge, was actually the door right. that brought him into consciousness. So when he right. got his consciousness, you know, he decided to put it in his lyrics now and put it back in the music and bring it. He said he wanted to teach one million people. We're in his, we were in his, in his, in his, in his uh, house. He's a producer as well as an artist. He had, a, he had two gold plaques on his wall and a platinum plaque. So I shared with the brother that, you know, regardless of what SoundScan counted your album sales as, you know, if they counted your album sales as one million, you've been exposed to ten million. Let's just keep that in mind because, you know, what the hell is the album sale compared to, you know, we listen to albums. We we not, we're not buying them, right? You know, we're not necessarily buying albums. Back in the days, if I bought the album, yeah, all I mean, ten of us would listen to it. Yeah, it's 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 a concept. Think about it, of a person being locked inside of a number. Right, because numbers represent concepts. So I'm telling you, yo, you only did, uh, you know, you only did a hundred thousand your first week, or you peaked at a million. You know what I'm saying? Your shit went platinum and it slowed down. Then we had to cut you from the label, and you catching stomach sores and ulcers from that shit. But in perpetuity, your scans are gonna be ten million views and and listens, a hundred million. Like there's longevity. That's not the end of the story. That's just them tallying your first week numbers. That's not what your career is. And people base that whole fucking career on can they do their numbers in the first week. And it's like, yo, it could go to be a cult classic and be heard a hundred million times. No other time yeah. was artists thinking like that. That's a new thing. This is a new thought process. You know, hip-hop has evolved the way that the melanated man approaches the business model in this modern day and time, because at my age, the people that are in position at these labels that have these jobs, these positions, and push these buttons, the majority of them are either our age or a little bit older. And then they have, of course, a generation under them. Yeah. But, you know, the majority of the main players in the game are within that age bracket let's say, like, 40 to 55, you know? So, and then, of course, you got your Clives and shit like that, your Quincy's, but, you know, it's an interesting dynamic. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. You know. Did y'all speak about the, uh, the young guard, Aaron Cook's? Yeah, briefly, towards the end, uh, the brother, you know, introduced. Um, we didn't play any music, but he did share with the family that he's taking, he's putting on his managerial hat, and he's very excited about that because he said that um, because of the politics of the industry, you know, they are very reluctant to play an album or to get him, because uh, we spoke about contracts. We got into mm-hmm. The uh, the fallacies of contracts, you know, I um, I or paperwork for that matter, because what I what I shared with him was the fact that you know, 
whenever people are talking about they want to get signed or these, these people with these illusions of grandeur about getting into an industry that they have no ownership or power in in the first place, but they just want to get signed, they want to be down with a corporation. And I was like, you know, we're under the impression that it's a money thing that people sell out for or it's a money thing that is attracting, you know, uh, or it's all about the money when people think industry, not realizing right. that it's all about the paper, paperwork. And he also said that they could put shackles on you in the form of paper now. So people are people oh, are yeah. the, the money, <laughs> the money that they showing you, family, when you want to get signed, or even when they sign your favorite artist, the money is the carrot. You know what I'm saying? The money is the carrot that they'll dangle, but the money is a loan. We all know this. The money is not. You, you, nobody never gets an upfront check of you know. You'll get a signing bonus. You could get a signing. You get some money in advance. But it, when you get fronted in advance. Just like with any corporate structure, this is an LLC, this is a business. So if you get fronted funds, there will be interest put on top of those funds, and you have to pay that back, okay? You have to return the money that was lent to you. So record labels alone, those are banks that are giving out loans. The movie industry and all of these places, you want to go to the modeling agency, all of these are loans. But the magic pill or the 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 most you know what we don't pay attention to is the contracts it's not the money so, you can get signed for a hundred million dollars you know and you'll work and you'll, you'll work your ass off you'll get you'll work your ass off for a hundred million um you know to make that 100 million back but it's the contract that they're locking you under. The contract is what's owning people. The contract is where the slavery comes in. The contract is getting piped with no Vaseline. It's not the money. It's the contract. So he said we willingly went into the label knowing who the devil was and knowing that we were going to do a deal with the devil. We are going to do, do a deal with Satan because, you know, Sometimes you have to say to yourself, you know what? My ribs are touching, and there's no hope out here in these streets. So I know that the devil is a lie. I know that he's a trickster, a massive deceiver. He, he speaks with a forked tongue, but I'm still going to sign his contract. Fuck it. Give him, hey, you know, five you years know. of him riding me, mounting me, sucking me dry, and I'll be out of it by then, and I'll go ahead, and, I, and, I, and I'll take off, and I'll be uh, – you know, uh, independent, yeah. and then I'll be able okay, to be that's free. A, that's a perfect segue again to tonight's show. Is our guest in the building yet? Uh, I don't see him. Brother Oba, if you're in the building, press 1 so we can get to you ASAP. ASAP and open up your line. All right. So I see hands. Shooting up and whatnot. Let me make sure. Oh, salute to my brother, Raha Cool. This is his solar return. This is we his solar return. In the presence of the celebration of a giant, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that has come forth on this planet at this time to give us a concise mapping of the cosmos, a numerical grid system that not only is a contribution to us in this lifetime. Again, we want you to think into the expanse and beyond. We're talking about intertidal memorial 
where it'll benefit the babies so they have a new eye, a way to see the sky. So, peace, love, and light. Our brother, Rob, approve everything that you do. And, of course, salute to your old earth for making it all possible. All right? Mm-hmm. No doubt. Let me do this. Let us play a song, and then we come back and then we start the show. Is that cool? Absolutely. All right. All right, family, give us one minute. We're going to warm up. We're going to play the song, get you out, you know, get everybody regulated, and then we're going to go ahead and jump into the show with our guests so we can get this thing going. All right? I got two songs. Uh, this is my brother, King Millie. I'm going to play the other song that we got at the end. This is my brother, King Millie. With the Jumpman remix, all right? Okay. So, family, you know, uh, enjoy this selection right here. This will be on the upcoming mixtape. King Millie, Jumpman. Real talk. Yeah. Huh. Uh, not a diss song, it's just a real song. Facts, though. Huh? Yeah. No, I'm going to keep it funky. I got it. Look. Jump man, jump man, jump man, I don't want no jump man. Uh-uh. They cost 12 bucks to make, but boy, you swear you stuntin'. Oh, really? Taylor kids, five cents a day, man, that ain't nothing. Then charge a buck, 74, them, that's disgusting. Ooh. All because my man was good at shooting and dunking. Wow. The black man plight don't get brought up in they discussion. Never. Get these rappers most they shoes, man, I ain't bluffing. And their influence just manipulates the public. Damn. Damn. Used to wanna be like Mike, then I got smarter. Now I wanna be more like my fucking father System tried to take him from me and his daughters And my older brother, Free Robert J.R.O. Say karma's a bitch, but I won't disrespect her I love her, she remind me, keep my shit together If you weigh my heart, won't it light as a feather So I don't eat no meat and I don't wear no leather What a time to be alive in 2015 Got 20s on my whip, now they 10s, but my shit clean Like buying this, I get green Don't pop no person, sibling Want all my brothers to be careful, shit ain't sweet as it seems Look, look, look Wrote this while pulling through a turnpike on the spiritual journey, trying to learn life. Love to travel, I be out like it's my third strike. Cause complacency, that's that shit I don't like. Okay, okay, you spend a lot of money on your clothes and shoes. Invest that fatty, that's what you supposed to do. For your kids though, not just cause I told you to. Babies grew up, you can't pay for them to go to school. Jumpin', 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 all of that for nothing. You got all the shoes, though, before you drive a bucket. <laughs> Better say your duckets, my dog, and watch who you fuck with. Shout out to the god, King Millie. All right. Doing that Jumpman remix. Yeah. That's crazy. Quad Mega. Quad Mega, what's up? What's really good? Good brother. All right. We see you in the chat. Okay. I just got in touch with uh, our brother Obar. He will be joining us in um, a few, you know, in a very, very short time. He's finishing up one of his uh, rituals. He's, you know, brother's uh, very active dealing with people and whatnot. So um, 
He said, give okay. him a second. He will definitely be calling in. So I'm going to take this time. In the meantime, between time, you know, we're going to go to the man of the hour. You know what I'm saying? Our brother Cosmo Physics. All right? Yes, indeed. You know, let him do what it do for the family on his born day. Call it from the 516-881. Peace to the God. Happy born peace, day. Lord. Peace, everybody. Peace, peace. You know, I received a lot of love this. I received a lot of love today on the social networks, and I wanted I wanted to say peace and um love back to everybody who acknowledged my, the anniversary of my birth. You know, I'm half a century, and um really, and, you know, calendrically is today. Can you hear me? Yes, yes sir. sir. Calendrically is today, but it it is. It, I'm not going to be 18,000 degrees old until 1:40 a.m. on the 31st. It'll be exact at 1:40 a.m. So I still, I'm still <laughs> officially, you know, I'm still in my 49th. You, you know, still, you still still well. this is a good way to build up the energy leading up into that because once you come into that light. You know, for that whole cycle, you're going to be able to mentally manifest whatever you fix your mind on. The energy bubble or the energy cube has already been charged up from you accumulating. It's like when they show you the, the pictures on IG or the like buttons, the 3D like buttons, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I'm recharging my battery. Recharging the battery, so. Re-energizing my solar panels. And, um... You know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna point to a, a a cycle of growth that I've been going to, man. You know, I've been watching the greater planets move, and they are very indicative of what's going on around us right now. And in terms of the trends, we are pointing at atrocities that are designed to be a distraction from the real heinous crime that's going on. You know, and the the biggest trick is to, to to do it in your face and think it's not there. You know, like David Copperfield makes the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty disappear. You know, or Alice in Times Square. Yeah. So you know, the the biggest hoax is to, to leave it right there and believe, make you believe that it's gone and it's not there. You know, there's like people okay. that say, like people allude to the absurdity of the idea that. But racism is is going on behind the scenes in America. Like nigga, right. it is it is blatant. He's uh, been blatant, and we never not blatant. So you, so when but, when you feed it, yeah, you have to really program the thought altogether for a solution. The, the, the thought has to be anything normal. It's like a brand new diet, man. Like a brand new makeover or a whole new style and trend. You you have to drop the old way of thinking, the old values, the old morals, the old mentality, your upbringing, the conditioning of your environment, and you have to graft all of that past experience into. Uh, you have to forge it, you know, like into something new according to your own plan. You know, and and you know, knowledge is the really key to, and they keep you from seeing that, and 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 they do it in such a fashion that it, you know you think it's cool not to be filled in on the details that anything microwavably quick and fast and easy is the solution 
And it's not. It's going to be a process. And as long as you're expecting a spontaneous event, it, it's never going to happen. You are caught in limbo and playable. DJ, mm. the, uh, the, the science that we have right here is like <laughs> truly the knowledge of how you gonna what, what seasons you're going to come into, basically. Then your behavior is all your own. But knowledge is really the key to all uh, to manifesting your will, you know. Because if I had if I had the knowledge to how to say it in ten different languages, I could say it to you in ten different languages right now. My will, and the only thing keeping me from doing so is I don't know ten different languages. You see, so <laughs> the, so the well, you I'm, I look at it like that. You know, I'm going to expand my my database and discover as many options for expansion as I can. And meanwhile, I'm going to focus on watching the the grand clock unfold and you know throwing it out there for those who want to learn it, man. Because um, it definitely is the clock of destiny for civilizations, businesses, individuals, as social psychological parameters anatomical correspondence that are just out of this world, man. You know, and there's so many avenues it could go down. When, when this was a part of the regular curricula in our society, we built pyramids out of mountain ranges. You know what I'm saying? We chopped down mountain ranges and built pyramids. <laughs> you did. You know, who cares about a forest when we were chopping down mountain ranges, man? Moving blocks, you know, the way as much as your house in the place. And, and things of this nature. So, you know, that, that's where my head is really always always trying to go. I just want to, you know, get as much more, uh, as much information that will allow me to expand my base of operations so I can uh, um, reasonably and practically express my will here in the material world. You know, brother asked me the other day, could I quantify spirit? I was like, no, nah, I, I don't think that's possible. You know, but whatever it is, it causes emotion at a, at, at, at a center. And everything involved in that center begins to move with that singular motion. And it, it performs an orchestra that we, you know, that, that swirls into quarks and atoms and, and molecules and amoeba all the way up the ladder, the chain to man. And you know, suns and solar systems and everything, and it permeates everywhere. That that unseen spirit that drives the swirl that creates the illusion or the substance of matter. Either way it goes, you know, um, it brings us to this point here where we are constantly trying to improve our, our ourselves, you know, and focus to be the best human beings we can be. And yeah. Through you know to recognize this life here at one step you know one degree in an infinite degree of uh, manifestations man because you know babies come here with uh, with skills that are totally of this world like where did they get them in a world that is free of pianos or free of you know basketballs yeah. or things things of this nature so you know you know we get several opportunities to come here we gonna do that. And um, even even in our dreams, you know, we have deja vu, all of us. You know, that's that's like the closest example of the spiritual experience that you could point to that's undeniably soul for and substantial for everyone. Is a deja vu. You've had this feeling, this thought, this written memory of this present moment. Right. And 
can, yeah, that no one can deny the ends of substantial, you know, the you can show them the tip of the building. That's right. Anyway, I don't want to hold y'all up either, you know. I just wanted to to say um, I feel honored, you know, that y'all will remember the anniversary of my soul return. And, um, Oh, I'm also doing Saturn uh, workshops, y'all. Give me a call, 516-881-6992. I'm doing Saturn workshops for the whole month of November. All right, call me and get the details. All right, call between yes, 1 and 7 p.m. Eastern. show on uh, Saturn and Sagittarius and what that means. Well, all you got to do is give me one day's advance notice, Lord. Yeah, I'm saying we should probably do it. When Saz is in, I mean, when, yeah, when Saz is in, so. Yeah, when the sun comes in the cell, yeah. Well, we got about uh, 23 more days for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, 23 know, more still, degrees. We can still start promoting it. And then, you yeah, know, that is something for everyone to, to, to bear witness to because it's going to affect the transportation and the ability to transport and move across the land. And especially those people that are born in immutable cross, you know, Virgo, Gemini, um, uh, uh, Pisces, or Sagittarius, either one of those sun signs or ascending signs. You know, there's enough people out there, I swear to goodness, you don't even know you're on the ascending sign. You know, and, and you wonder why periodically you go through the same BS. You dig? If you knew that, you would understand the whole concept. And it really ain't nothing complicated. Is it just learn what your center sign is, and and look at that as your as your double sign. You know, your your uh, your avatar. You dig? Right. So that's what. Yeah, you got to know your avatar so you can you know know how you're moving in the land. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, let me ask you, Lord. I, I did the like. How much time do we have? Is your guest coming or what? Um, the guest is not in the building at the exact moment, so we do have time to uh to get it in with you, yes, sir. I because I just wanted to like let everybody know what sad is. Like we discussed this years ago. A couple of years ago, when Lloyd Strayhorn was on this show, and um, we talked about how Sagittarius represents schools and everything about school from kindergarten to college. You know, the teachers as well as the alumni and and the student body, you know, the whole uh, travel to go to college or the whole uh, going back and forth, learning how to move in the land in your own little town, going back and forth to school every day. That whole experience of travel expands the human consciousness because it opens your head up to a variety of things that exist outside of the contained uh, area we call our environment, our home, our our neighborhood. You know, it, it begins to change the further away you get, and even to the point Sagittarius was the skin. And this is how you know a foreigner right away, right, from their complexion, regardless what their, you know, whatever. You know, some of them have a little reddish, a little more uh, uh, brownish in their tinge, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, so Sagittarius also points to the activity of going to school. So you're going to see school shut down, the academic world change, and the transportation world change. You see? 
that is going to go through some upheavals and some instability. Or and and security is with the planet with the Saturn with the planet Saturn points to more so than you know on the simple broadest mundane human uh, collective level is security. All right, so you're going to see the security and limitations and new walls and guidelines and and things that structure point to in, in, in terms of manifesting realities and events, things that you can apply the concept of structuralization or destructuralization to. That's short and brief, you know. They're going to destructuralize and restructuralize cultural paradigms because Sagittarius also points to cultural paradigms, you understand? They're going to, like, try to rework that. And all of this is not independent of the other events that we see permeating what's shaping society. Like, for example, the, the Pope coming while Pluto went direct and Capricorn. And, you know, that's a whole other cycle to look at because that Pluto cycle deals with, you know, the private landlords and the transference of authority, you see, and the whole attorney thing yeah. is, is what that's about. And they can do that without a person, without a single person on the stage, just by using the media to program your mind, like you were talking earlier. You know, you can't be programmable. You have to understand that TV is not, you know, just just a bunch of sounds and actions of a bunch of people. They actually coordinate colors and sounds and 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 time, you know, to to whet your appetite mentally and and to tempt you literally. You did right. you did with with all things that that resonate on a normal human frequency. So your pleasure excites your pleasure to get you to spend so you could be a servant to today to today to whole program and keep the economy flowing. Like this is why they remove the arts out of the school system because any engagement or involvement in any art form, y'all, is an exercise in dual hemisphere brain thinking, whether you do it voluntarily or not. <laughs> You dig? Right. You listen to music. It causes you to memorize as you imagine, to synthesize two mental processes or more at the same time, just from allowing yourself to get lost in a vibration. So, you, if you're writing music and if you're if you're actually creating artwork, then you're really intensifying that duo hemisphere side of the brain activity at the same time. You know, that's why I try to stay in habit of writing poetry just out of nothing. You want to do it and scribble, I'm going to write poetry. I also am an artist. You know, I think I try, and then, and then I do astrology. I, I'm symbolizing while I'm calculating all at the same time. And I try to use both sides of my brain. I'm trying to encourage that, you know, in the people that right. surround me. And trying, I'm on some mental development shit, really, in a nutshell. You know, because I think that just like the, the mind operates in a body that's healthy, and so does the spirit operate in a mind that's healthy. You understand how your intuition going to be weak, but your spirit strong. You know, <laughs> you have work on all your muscles, man, so the spirit can actually take possession of your form. But, you know, yeah, to the fullest, man. You know, it's like Superman incarnating inside your form, and you ain't, you can't do 50 pushes, but he can't manifest nothing through that form. Right. And so the mind is a thing synthesis for the will, you know. And you got to develop all these things. And right now, I'm on some really harsh, like looking at the next 50 years of my life, trying to undo all the damage that I did 
willingly and unwillingly to my form the last 50 years I've been here. And I'm a lot, I'm in a lot better shape than a lot of 50-year-olds that I know, so I feel fortunate, but I, nonetheless, you know, things can always be improved upon. And, um... No, I can relate. I'm going through a similar inventory in my mind. Yeah. You know, well, I think I got away from Sad and uh, um, Saturday and Sad. But when we do that show, I'll elaborate on it fully, man. You know, it goes retrograde twice. It stays in in there for 26 extra degrees. You know, retrograde for 14 degrees the first time. We retrograde the second time for 12 degrees. That's 56. Oh, it was really funny. 44. The author of 44. I got something for your table of contents. Oh. Okay. <laughs> When the first retrograde is over, it would have traveled exactly 44 degrees. Wow. Dang. When the first Saturn retrograde to Saturn. It starts and ends at the 17th degree. You dig? Yeah. Yeah. But it goes retrograde for 14 degrees. It comes down there. I'm like, wow. And I said, if it doesn't go retrograde again, then that'll probably be, you know, on some 44 double number, I was looking for that, but the only one that, 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 that resonated was the end of the first one. The next cycle stretched it to 56, which is which is really deep, you know, because that's double the cycle or, or the years, you know, of a Saturn return. 56 is the second Saturn return. So, you know, Sagittarius also multiplies. I'm, you know, I think on some wild out stuff too that the, that the average mind ain't gonna put in order. <laughs> with it before I arrange it and compose it into what nam- what would normally manifest in the mundane, you know, um, our brother, our peace and, 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 and honor to all of our brothers out there trying to uplift our people and uh, to our brother Umar Johnson. You know, he's a sad rising. So is, uh, so is Bill Cosby. So you're going to see more assaults and pot shots taken at those brothers and other people, you know, are going to be experiencing scrutiny, public scrutiny, reputational upheavals, public standing status issues that are of the same persuasion here. I reference Sagittarius and Sagittarius Risings. And the uh, Virgos and the Virgo Risings, they're going to want to, like, to change their their environment, tra- you know, obviously the first thought is to travel, and there there should be a sound plan of action in in the, in the event that any travel be undertaken because it can increase the uh, likeliness of consequences to be paid later. This is what Saturn does, and for the Gemini, they need to be looking at they. They partnerships, man, and they contractual agreements, man, because this is where seven-year trends begin in them areas. And you don't want that seven-year trend to not work in your favor like you was talking earlier about contracts and how they um, the recoupability of everything that they give you puts you in debt. You got to pay that shit back, you know? You know what I mean? You got to be some really... You got to be some really hot, already selling stuff for them to give you on non-recoupable that they know they're going to max, max yeah. that 20 nah, million. You, know, you got to literally, you literally have to strike gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the best sense of the word, you have to yeah. literally strike gold. So but the, your career has yeah. to catapult you to a degree where that's the at least the plateau that you hated then you transcending that even puts you in a better position just to say that your bills are paid and you can start with a clean slate and then restructure on the third album. So 
The first is uh, still, you know, yeah, distribution you know. is something else, you know. Huh. You, yeah, you really, mean, because you think about it, when you get this struck for a record deal, all that is is that they're gonna uh, they're gonna pump your records and radio stations and give you all the commercial support, really. But uh, you, the out of all that, the average artist is only getting like twelve to fifteen to sixteen percent of the whole album sale. They get their money through the performance. You know, and self-distribution really like allows you to to maximize and exploit yourself and to you know get the fullest uh, profit from your endeavor, from your creation. You know, indeed, brother. Red, any word? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, y'all going to have to give me yeah. something to go on because, like, you know, my mind is kind of dry right now, man. <laughs> like, you know, um, like anything, you know, oh, we're back to Sagittarius and Saturn, really, you know. Um, I want to see what Well, we What we, I want to touch we, on, I'm sorry. No, I'm go ahead. ahead. You want to touch on what? Briefly, because you talked about it. Um, when you when you open up your segment, that because um, the brother me and Obama were talking the other day and tonight, he wants to talk about you know uh, his experience with a lot of his new students and brothers and sisters who watched him or listened to him on both this show, um, YouTube videos, and more recently the Black Ink. Um, cameo that he did on the on the um, reality show Black Ink. And he was saying that a lot of people want everything for nothing. They want to be magicians without putting in work. They want the title without even, you know, playing the game. They want to win the chip without even start without getting out of well, the season. Facts. You know, earlier with the microwave ability of, of information. They want it so yes. fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to build on that a, a little bit more. You know, uh, I want to touch on, you know, is this something that is, you know, a result of the charts? Is this in the stars? Is this a result of this age that we're in? You know, because he's not the only one that can identify with that. Um, I'm identifying the fact that this new school of uh, conscious students, you know, um, this new social media consciousness, the fact that consciousness is available, you know, at a push of a button now, information or enlightenment is available via Google, YouTube, Wikipedia, Facebook, all of these platforms, you know, shit. You got even lecturers doing Instagram lectures now. So all I want to know is um, I'm noticing that. I'm like, wow, this is a, there, there's a quickening taking place. There's an acceleration taking place. There are <clears throat> students that are learning at, a, at an accelerated pace, and they are benefiting <clears throat> off the fact that, you know, this information is coming at such a fast pace. But my question is, is it helping or hurting them? Is it fully developing them? Are they going through the – are they actually going through the transformation? You know, is this is this microwavable butterflies? Like, can you just pour water on a caterpillar and the wings pop out? Or are they willing? Well, to you know, you asked a zillion questions already. You yeah. did that. I can get. I can give a zillion answers to right now. No doubt. Like mm-hmm. you said, 
one of them that resonates with me is like, you know, is it good? Is it is it in the stars? Is it the cause of it? Well, the stars indicate what's going on. They're not really the cause. We the cause. We're the reason for everything. <laughs> the part, the stars just point to what it's going to be like. Is it going to be cold or hot? Is it going to be easy or difficult? Is it going to be steep or or, or 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 shallow? You know. But um, outside of that, it's it's the age of Aquarius. And when you think about Aquarius. Cosmophysics, you you got to also think about Libra and Gemini, you know, and look at it in its rawest form. It's air, okay, well, air takes three forms, yeah. You got air locked in a bubble, you know, that's Aquarius, air that's separated from the rest of the air. And then you can, which is knowledge, too, because knowledge is just thinking in its own uh, independent uh, body unto itself, even though it's made up of everything that everything else is made up of mentally and spiritually. <laughs> it is made up of the same space that we call nothing, then, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, then you got the, uh, the, 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 the information, the actual conveyance of the knowledge of the thought, which is Gemini, which is speech and writing and information. You know, it's not knowledge. It's just conveyed. It has to be experienced and experienced and, and known through Aquarius, through experimentation, and through the science of, of, of knowing, you know, born Aquarius, that's the Aquarian age. And Libra is there, and it has to be a receiving, a giving, and a take. Thanks, hello. All right. Let's wait for the brother to call back in. Indeed. This call just dropped. Yeah, but you know, there you go. Call it from the five one six eight eight one. It's a given. It has to be given and a taking and a receiving. That's the Libra part of it. That trying, that triune relationship is a constant flow. And in the world of contracts, you're looking at Libra at the forefront. And there is a signature, Gemini, in a word, in a, you know, in a, in a transference of agreement. And Aquarius is the alliance, the network that is created out of that contract, Libra. And then when you're looking at the 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 word and the intent and the plan and the mental frame and the and the and the transference of information and looking at Gemini for so that whole that whole thing there and you know with the recent uh, eclipses going on in Aries and Gemini too throws a lot of light on how what plays out in this Saturn run through Sagittarius because Sagittarius is the higher law it is the upper courts whereas Libra is the lower courts. And both of them preside as a place in the legal system and the law enforcement system by virtue of uh, is replicating the, how do you say, the Jesuits and the, and the, and the cardinals or whatever, you know, those who make the, 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 the ecclesiastes, those who make the laws. And Libra is ecclesiastes and the those who remake and reform and and reinterpret the um you know the scriptures like the you know that's the Sagittarian part and the higher court the legislation legislation and then you got the enforcers every you know which has a tie into like uh, uh in the church you saw the Jesuits and the uh the missionaries the friars and the monks and then that whole hierarchy. Uh, is a match, a replica stolen, uh, plagiarized, plagiarized, 
<laughs> structure of government stolen from from ancient Kemet, you know. So, but um, to keep it all in the Sagittarian, you know, simple Sagittarius Saturn thing, is is not just written in the stars. It is for the development of humanity to be able to transfer information to speak to cross long distances in a split second to achieve, you know, things technologically because that's what man's fangs are, you know. Our fangs and our poison and our claws are is our mind and our inventiveness and our ability to create out of necessity a gadget or a, a mechanism wish to get us to it. The thing is, it is bad if you uh, um, abandon your own natural impulses. It's supposed to work for and with to promote your natural spirit, not to degrade and deject, which, of course, it can do as anything else in this world that is good. can also be bad. Can you know, can also be non-beneficial. It goes both ways. You know, it, like we, I remember when we could remember 14 phone numbers, you know, all right. we had, we knew 14 phone numbers on hand, man, it's just easy because we needed to. And believe me, we weren't even making 14 phone calls a day either. <laughs> and nobody no, dropping that much going in the, in the, in the, in the, you know, some things cannot be achieved um, mechanically and technologically, like true art, like true music. You can't just press a button. You need that human mind to compose it. To compose that sound. So, yeah, but some things can be replaced and and they will be. And um, whether it is beneficial, it is beneficial for landlords and for corporations that you forget and that you do not develop your memory. That way you're more open to suggestion, period. You know, the individual has a wider range of options, will take a wider period of time or, or, or maintain a wider scope of activity. It's just natural human chemistry. Whether you're retarded or a genius, it's the same thing, <laughs> right? So you do, if you widen your options constantly, you always are prepared to do, you know, more better prepared to deal with whatever they're coming at you with because they're coming at you for every direction. You know, even so much as, like, they know that when you're in a sitting position or a reclining position, that your average rate of breath is 18 breaths per minute, and that and at this rate of breath, your body is most subject to, you know, specific colors and specific suggestions like food and your appetites and sensations and things. So they will flash this across your face, and they only need seven seconds to access your your, your beta waves with it. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you realize every time they step up there that they playing this grand trick on you, then you, you, it no longer works. Like, if you know the magic trick, you see it every time he does it. But if you don't know it, then you, it is no will to be exercised when you have no knowledge. Like, this, that's not even logical. Right. Right. That's right. So, you know, you need to wake up. You wake up to the fact that the human body is made out of stardust, right? <laughs> All the atoms that you're made out of is made out of the earth, is made out of everything in the whole universe, is made out of this whole bunch, made out, made out of a bunch of stardust, atomic material, of course, whatever. So it has it, it responds to sound and sight and and, and just light and vibration, you know. And your thoughts are vibrations. Try to keep your thoughts your own. 
You know, because the, the ones that you have in the language you've been taught are partially yours and partially the languages, you know. There's those thoughts that you have before you learn how to speak. You know, I used to envision things. I used to rationalize as a child. She can't lose that frame of mind. That These mental exercises, daydreaming is good as long as it's not getting in the way of your providence. You understand? <laughs> it will serve your providence. Yeah, it will serve your providence, you know. And, you know, anything that accesses the right side of the brain, just listening to music accesses the right side of the brain, practicing it and actually deciphering it, using both sides of the brain more intensely, it's working out, doing artwork, drawing poetry, rhyming, doing things that are creative that, that, that require worldly application of corporeal activity, you know, like writing. But then these words don't even have to make sense. They just have to flow, okay? <laughs> they just have to match your emotions and flow pretty soon. You're using both sides of your brain already. You don't have to be a hell of a poet to do poetry. See, I don't have to be Mike Tyson to punch a heavy bag or to go to the gym and spar. You see? So it's the same thing. So, you know, it benefits behooves you to get you healthier mentally, spiritually, you know, all that. It's, enough. it's always for whatever is good for good. It's always good for whatever. It's good for everything, man. You know? Between one glass of water is good to your mouth when you're thirsty. It's also good for your blood and your stomach and every your waste system and the lining of your veins and everything else you can think of. So it's the same way with information. You know, you might think that this information is only good for such and such, only good for this, when, you know, several uses for a rock and a stick before we invented the, hack, the, act, the axe and the pick and the hammer, you know. Everything grows out of something. You know, wow. Yeah. Sinuses like crazy. I didn't progress to Virgo. I didn't see myself through through the tail end of cancer into uh I mean through through Leo through progression and now I'm fortunate enough to um uh, you know, me and my peers, those born in my generation, I'm fortunate enough to still be here and and see what life is like at this age. Boy, I see more than anything. Uh, the trick that they played on us, you did, genera- generationally. Man, at the age of 21, they got y'all thinking that you're grown, you're supposed to do your own thing, that you're supposed to get away from your family. Stuff like that is the biggest segregation of the family, is trick, separation of the, of the household I've ever seen, man. You know, because if you remember, and you and if you look now, you see immigrants come over and they got the whole three or four generations living in the same house. Yeah, at all times. Yeah, yeah. How? Especially yeah, the ones that flourish. You always see them with a full family. Yeah, the the ones who are able to bring their people over. You got people that come over here. Everybody together. Yeah, you got people that come over here and get a job and, and get a place and then struggle to bring their people in before they even worry about the furniture, chance. They, they're trying to bring their brother over, and they, and, they, and they do it, and then they bring their uncle and their cousin, and they build the business right there. You know what I'm saying? And they, yeah, and they, they don't let go, man. Like, you know, the bee was a symbol of ancient Kemet because it's structure of government, man. There's total unity in the beehive, yo. Simple, simple that. And, and honey never spoils, man. You know? 
That's love, man. You know, and that's honey how I see it. Yeah, honey never spoiled. There's no such thing as spoiled honey. They never found it anywhere on earth. It never existed. So, so just imagine the D as a symbol of immortality, man. Ever producing, you know, nourishment or something that that you can use for nourishment, man. The energizer, so pure carbohydrate, man. It's untainable, unfungusable, unbacteriable. You know, impervious to temperance, and it stays pure. That symbol right there, you know, so when they say, why would you pick a bee? That's why. Because it, it produces something out of, you know, out of something that's already beautiful. <laughs> you dig? That's for real. And then see, that symbol is it, not unlike the pharaonic uh, or Congress or dynastic government you find anywhere on earth, man, with landmark, you know. So there's a, there's an example to be seen, and that is what I what I quantify as you know your closest connection to the spirit right here. You know you have to see it operating in everything first. You know to even know that it's operating in you. It's operating in everything through everything spontaneously. You know, crazy mathematically too. That's the really crazy essence of it. <laughs> You did right. It's mathematically, you know, that's interlocked and its cycles are like constant. The, the same constants you find in any geometrical geometrical exercise, you find concurring with event with human events. You see, like the law of geometry, in other words, you know. And they they proved this with a uh, with a lecture from Calisco. This this German student uh, of some other German um, mystic, she experimented with metals. And for seven years, she recorded how the geometry of the aspects, you know, manifested in the flesh, like right there, like an unseen hand that last week allowed the gold filament and the silver filament to to combine and, 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 and make a good alloy. It's like an unseen hand was preventing it from from mixing it when they were square and in opposition. And these were in accord and in harmony with astrological premise. You know, scientific evidence is showing proof. And then they they have duplicated this experiment like seven or eight times. Now, we are made of the very subtle mineral bodies, energy, and then that we use, that, that she used to conduct these experiments which show and prove that the position of the planets have concurrence, not cause, <laughs> but concurrence with the relationship between material things here on this material plane. So, you know, knowledge of when the best times are, are bring forth the most, you know, prosperous adventures and crops. It's just that simple. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not that simple, man. We operate in a cycle of law, and your will, your ability to exercise your will really largely depends on your ability to concur with it. <laughs> it's kind of hard to exercise your will going against the stream, you know, really. Indeed. Yeah, it's easier to get from the left side of the East Bank to the West Bank if you're going with the flow than just going against the flow. You know, anyway... It's the same, you know, in flying and anything else, you know. Um, 
thinking that you're going to get this art without the discipline, that you're going to be able to, this is how you know, like, you don't have any competition, really. When you really know your stuff and you know the basics and you have taken the time to take in those tools, so you got to really know how to use a sharp knife <laughs> to throw it and do all them kung fu flips and, and act like a samurai with it. You got to know how to do the push-ups that the samurai does, the pull-ups, and the <laughs> you take and all of the disciplinary rudiments to go into strengthening right. and, and showing those motions. Right. And it's the same thing with music. You're not going to learn how to play the piano, dog. If you ain't doing your do re mi fa sol la ti dos, and you ain't doing your your eighth notes, your quarter notes, your sixteenth note, your twenty fourth note, your four four times, your your six eight times, you ain't studying tempo, and you ain't doing the math. You may learn how to play by ear eventually, but you always be running behind somebody. You ain't writing down or nothing. You see, so you have to use both sides of your brain. You have to take the the learning process as well as the intuitive free spirited process once you get once you get down that you're holding a stick one end is lit and the other one is your hand and now you can juggle with a torch. But if you don't know you juggling with fire, you're gonna grab the hot end and we all gonna have a laugh at that. Except for you. Ain't gonna be funny on your end when you grab that fire, see? You like to know what you're juggling with, right? It's the same thing. You're not going to do mathematics. You're not doing you, how you going to pay the bills. You can't add and subtract. How you going to uh, uh, um, do multiplication and division if you can't do adding and subtraction? You, you ain't multiplying nothing if you can't add, I guarantee you. You know, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't dividing anything if you can't multiply. Right? I don't know how you're going to do that mathematical process with division employees adding, subtracting, multiply, and multiplying. You did, and it entails all three of those. But if you don't do the rudiments of your mathematics and arithmetic, you'll never get the fractions, which require that you add, subtract, multiply, and divide. You see? And, and it's the same way with any occult science system or synthesis uh, measure for relating a reality. If reality was that simple, then you would know everything you need to know when you get here, and you wouldn't need to learn anything once you got here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother said it's all within you. I said, yeah, that's half of it. It's all within you coming out of you, going in you at the same time. And it's what's outside of you, too. You better watch where you're walking. You know? If it's all inside of me, I have no need for my ears. We can stop them shits up with crazy glue, okay? You can sew my lips together. I don't need any water. I don't need to say anything either. Cause nobody, I mean, nobody outside of me need to hear me. So, you know, you got to get real with it. And your spiritual journey down here is, is going to be lovely, man. I, I'm telling you, I've been here for 50 years. I done been through hell, literally. I've been shot at, being chased down, tried to, you know, in the face of death. And I, I, will, I don't have any regrets. No remorse. I'm glad I'm alive and healthy and, and walking down the street, you know, without a cane or in a wheelchair. And uh, my mind is still as youthful as it was when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious. I, I, my mind is wide open to a concept when I dive in, man. You know, I'm grabbing all I can hold. 
And what I left behind, oh, well, maybe you can get that. I'm, I'm, I'm on to the next one. You know, really. And uh, this, this, uh, this, every time, let me, let me reflect on this. You know, we watched as Saturn moved through Libra. You know, this is the cycle under which we all met, right? And and we and we saw how the uh, political strata and propaganda program changed, okay? And that is Libra. And then we right. saw Saturn move through Scorpio. And we saw the whole the whole thing of reproduction and murder and lawlessness without retribution go all that shit is Scorpio because it breeds vindictiveness and, and vengeance and, and resentment, right? And the need for uh, operation or a surgical procedure, uh, even though it's social and political, societal is still surgical. That's all Scorpio. You know, we saw that. We also saw the loss of three of our great teachers, man. You know, they have not been outdone. You know, we saw Dr. Ben, Henry Clark, and uh, Grandmaster Duncan pass on our show. And, you know, they say it goes in threes. It was even more than that 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 we could could find uh, equally as significant as those brothers. Really, no no one's soul more significant than another. We all we all ourselves in this body, right? So, at any rate, now it has moved through Sagittarius, and Sagittarius points to educators and historians and travelers and cultural uh, uh, movers and shakers. You see, and the uh, Saturn moving through that is going to bring bring us to some more recognition and losses in that area. Don't let that, when it hits the news, be so absorbing that it takes you away from the living indicators as opposed to those that, those that are going to be taken from us every generation, every sweep of Saturn shows us the pattern of who we're going to lose. It also shows us where we need to be rebuilding and refortifying. See, it is no coincidence that we lose the pioneers of the Afrocentric, so-called Afrocentric history movement, and then we get uh, a brother like Umar Johnson coming in trying to bring a school. Those literatures actually effectuated all of that. You see, so you see that cycle, and it looks like, oh, we losing these great brothers. No, we not. We have their contribution and what they gave us. We're supposed to take what they gave us and build on that and do even greater things, like create a, a thousand of them. You know, let's create a thousand more Dr. Benz and Henry Clarks so it won't be no thing when they hit the dust. <laughs> and I don't need any disregard for the dead or for, the, for, our, for our ancestors. I'm just saying, we don't need to feel like we lost out on something. That should be plentiful, man. Right. Yeah. You know, and those brothers are a shining example of what we need many of. And what's deep is, you know, other nations, the United States, the European nations, and especially those nations that are still under British rule, colonial rule, these are the ones that are that are dumbed down like hell. And those that are not, that are still caught under the Catholic Church's supreme influence, those people are the most dumbed down. But you see these Asian countries, where their educational system, they're producing like college level, our college level thinkers at the fifth and sixth grade level, y'all. Right. I need to say that again. <laughs> like sure. in the 
in, in China, Japan, and those developing, uh, Korea, you know, they're producing children at the age of 11 that have the same aptitudes as our 22-year-olds. Is that better? Yeah. Does that make it more understandable? They're producing kids as smart as our adults. Oh, did, did, that, did that simplify it more? Yeah. They're, they're six-year-olds. Run rings around your ass with your hair salon and barbershop on an ass. Okay? <laughs> so you think about that. Think about that for a minute. And then look at how the population control is part of that, not a separate manifest entity in the myriad of entities, but but actually another arm of the same beast. You dig? Isn't it amazing how they have a quota, a racial quota? That is Sagittarius, racial, cross-cultural, Sagittarius, quota, Saturn, you know, guideline, requirement, enforceable rule and regulation that they are enforcing on Puerto Rican Latino police officers, yeah? And this is all population control. You know, if they keep a good number of the, our population behind bars and criminalized that they can't vote. All they're really removing from us is the power to vote with that. You see? Because that's how they that's how they took over this government. They bought land, they became landowners, they began to sit in city councils and they had a voice because they owned land and we sold out all our land. So that they want to make sure we never get in political seat again. Simple as that. It's really that easy, man. Control the numbers, okay? Keep, you keep all the men locked up, we definitely ain't having babies running around here like we And the ones that do make babies, that, that'll just create more prisoners for us. And the music and the and the Hollywood and the radio and the TV and every single thing in existence is designed to minimize your black ass. You know, like, uh, just think about it. At one time, we overpopulated this country. How did the, did the population get down to 13%? Either they're lying about the statistics, or they did a lot of killing. And and they've been doing it. Like, what's really deep is, like, they're killing, like, 4,000, 5,000 black men, unarmed black men a year. It was 7 and 9 and 10 back in the 90s and 80s. Actually, numbers are low. Actually. But is that better? No. Uh-uh, it's a constant thing. This is all the same paradigm as what was going on in Atlanta with them little babies got killed, and they gave this beef to this photographer. And years later, he got back and won a multi-million-dollar lawsuit for being framed by the Atlanta, by the Georgia authorities or whatever. And right. they never amplified the fact that that brother wasn't guilty that he got paid for the time he did in prison for the mistreatment he received from the other convicts for being carrying the burden of having kidnapped multiple little black boys and 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 you see this trend every 20 years really every 21 years and some months it's called a Saturn three quarter screw you know three quarter twist every three quarter turns you see this missing a young man and it's all about population control you know limitation Saturn of, of, of multiplication which is Sagittarius so you're going to see a whole lot that has been brewing, like from the early uh, 90s, late 80s, 
that drug ecstasy was created in the laboratories, you know, back then, and it was it was it was mentioned and introduced back then. It has now gained momentum, and as Aramis has moved through Aries and and and, and Neptune has moseyed on through Pisces, and the music cultural trend follows it, and they did the same thing to us. You see, see so as you singing and rapping about, uh, uh, we were talking about angel dust in my generation, and then my generation saw it turning to crack, and then, you know, the cocaine boys still hold the music down, huh? <laughs> they still hold the fort down, you know? And it, they use that, it's all, like, tied in together. Music and drugs and prison is all Neptune, man. Right. It's all Pisces. So it's easy to keep it all contained that the same people that own shares in prisons are also the same people that own the music industry. Sony and them niggas, they got they got more stock in private prisons than in, in state government prisons, you know, financial roots and, and backing in that shit and, and drawing out profits from it than anybody else. See, and, and, these, they, and they understand the energies. You understand what, what you know, what comes with gold. Like, you, if you know gold veins grow in a specific environment, but it happens underground. But see, that environment underground will be sustained by another system of sedimentary. There's another system that makes it apparent on the outside eventually that on the surface of the earth there's some indication of what the fuck goes down in this substrate here. This is how they find gold. They know where to find gold and iron and oil and shit like that. You know, certain signs on the surface reveal what's down beyond beneath under all that. You, you're not even going to get an understanding of how to get to those diamonds if you know nothing about digging through through, through slate rock, y'all. <laughs> right. <coughs> You know, the science of cosmophysics requires that you understand uh, uh, 29 sets of basics, symbols, and 15 more lessons in uh, geo geometric measure, in inter intercalculary mathematics that some people would equate to uh, calculus and and what have you, spherical. Uh, uh, ge um, geography or whatever, <laughs> geometry. I just know the calculations I need to use to achieve the desired effect, you know, converting time into degrees and um, distance into time, you know. <laughs> Human life experience set over a, a series of, of revolutions is really what it is. But what it's depicted as to convey it in a thought into an information form is these symbols, man. And, you know, I, I notice how individuals come into the science of cosmophysics and immediately they they feel like, oh, I, this is what I need to learn to do what you're doing. I need to learn all the keywords, <laughs> you know, and they, that's what they make their, their business to learn. And they forget that they, they don't know that, you know, it's been like since the, the 40s and the 50s and the 60s that they slowly removed all of the mathematics out of lessons out of the astrology books. There's only a few good authors that are even giving you the basis of how to use the ephemeris, which is already mathematized for you. 
you see, and they 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 remove these mathematical paradigms with science, y'all. And science is Latin, and Latin is the church, <laughs> and that is the Jesuits. And everything in the educational system is controlled by the military, which is controlled by the Jesuits, which is controlled by the head. You know, and that great movement of Europeans to break away from the church and to create this world over here and to uh, uh, anglicize every goddamn thing. That's a whole nother thing. But the the whole thing of it all, really, is the hoax that they that is theirs. That is European. That is even theirs. You know, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is not the celebration of the murder of millions of Indians. It is the the festival of Sekhmet. Period. Okay, it just concurs with the uh, with the history record, the, the author of that historic uh, 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 interaction between the pilgrims and the Indians wanted to insert the Sacramento festival there, man. You know, and but that, every European holiday it, it comes is ours. You know, so understand that, man. The whole concept of Christmas and Santa Claus, even. You know, there's a there's a brother, I forget his name, man. He, he elaborates on this quite well, but it's understood, you know, the Big Dipper, if you look at it, um, you see that it goes 360 degrees every day. So, but on, on Christmas night in the northern realms of the earth, northern latitudes, you know, the, you have the like the, the land of the midnight sun and also the night where, where it's a Christmas in December. Where whether you have all night where the sun doesn't rise, okay, and there's this is Christmas where the North Pole star is is the center of the sky. Everything in the sky surrounds it. So the Big Dipper being next or out to it, you know, uh, in its radius, is the next constellation that appears to go around it. And there are, you know, other constellations around that until you get down to the middle part of the sky, which is the zodiac, right? Then that appears to rise and set in our eyesight. But when you look to the northern stars, it just goes around in a little tight circle, okay? You do your research and you'll understand a little bit more. Northern stars, they never set. They just spin around. So that sleigh, the Big Dipper, is the sleigh of Santa, Okay, that goes around the pole star. Now, why was the pole star so important? Because this is how we did commerce and traveled through the land and built our monuments to be sturdy against earthquakes and hurricanes and what was necessary to know where our asses were on this planet, man. That's why, you know, and if the earth got knocked out of kilter by a meteor or something, we could recalculate using a whole other star, but believe me, the one we've been using in, 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 as far as recorded history can go back is Polaris, uh, in, which is next to the bear, and the one before that, which I think was Vega or Draconis, right? We can go back like a couple thousand years. It changes every uh, 35,000 years or so, the pole star. Anyway, there's seven of them, right? And they're all going with the precession from talking over your heads. Pardon me. Let me bring it back down. <laughs> you no, know, this all, is the all of these Europeans... Holidays are ours. You know, we are the ones who use those seven stars of the Dipper as the seven Rishis or Ursu and or, or, or who who surround or the seven Elohim that surround the one, the most high star, which is the ceiling star of our celestial heaven, which is the pole star. 
think the symbol of the supreme oneness of God was right there because these stars never set. They were the immortal shining ones. But the symbol of divinity was all convenient. And so there's this whole thing with that whole science, that whole celestial stellar science that yeah. is applicable everywhere in terms of economic growth, development, mental, spiritual, uh, um, the nature of man evolving through the, through the ages of time, theme, stucco, all that stellar symbolism is all wrapped up together. Then that was stolen and made simple into religion and government, man, and, and what you see now. You know, instead of going to church and getting a ritual, a, a visual ritual from the priest being inspired to go home and improve your condition, you know what I'm saying, mentally and, and, and spiritually and holistically and all of that, now you, you go to the movies and get entertained, eat junk food, and get taken out of your natural self with it. They, they're taking that same science and art that they employed in them temples by you, and now they inspire you, you know, to kill your brother with it and kill your man, you know, for, for that, because he just got some money from his hustle, you know, or to or to, or to or to exploit a person based on their, their weaknesses in any form of fashion, to, to get cruddy, to get to, to think it's cool to walk around with objects that will kill you and another for no reason because he stepped on your new sneakers or something. So see, and they even though, no, that don't happen no more. Not, not, like, that's crazy, man. They still pumping in, so they still you know, using that as a means by which to get away with, how do they get away with killing people for nothing? How? They got to condition them. They got to condition you through the, through, through, through the media. They make it acceptable with cops and robbers shows. First, you know, it started off with the cops being good guys, being general, hardworking, loving fathers and what have you. Adam 12, and they'll buy the book ass niggas, right? <laughs> to to bad boys, to, to the whole thing where they where they got real TV on you. Once they said, oh, we can kill a nigga in front of y'all, y'all don't even get, you know, it don't get out of hand. Let's see, let's kill two more. Let's try this, let's try that. So, and it, it's going to go on and go on until we do something about it, most definitely, however drastic or general, the transition is going to be a heavy transition, okay? <laughs> so, you have to look and see, like, the nature of the times and to start to get our people to deal with it. Like, why are we the only victims of it? I love this, brother, so stop victimizing. Why are we the only ones falling victim to it? You dig what I'm saying? Like, why are we still, if we are 13% of this country's population accurately, then how are we 98% of its prisons still? Still? This has been going. Man, I just read an article about um, where they had concentration camps in the South, in Mississippi, after the Civil War. And they they refused to let these freed slaves back into society because during the war they were captured, you know, running back and forth and what have you. And, and, uh, the Union soldiers refused to let them be released from the concentration camp. They just gave, they supplied the Confederate workers, now ex-soldiers made workers, supplied them with shovels and said, drop them where they, bury them where they fall. And they killed literally millions of us. Literally. After the, you know, so when you think about, like, you think that they just stopped that shit because Martin Luther King got a million niggas to walk to Washington? Are you crazy? Are you really crazy? (laughs) 
You know what I mean? You did. No, this this is what I'm talking about. You know that we think just because a piece of document, right? Because if you think about them modeling Kemet of old, right, into the Potomac on the Nile, which has been in D.C. playing this whole Ptolemy aspect of Egypt, you know. So just just as our ancestors wrote on the wall and recorded their work in their times, these days it's the writing on the paper, the papyrus, that has a president execute an edict or order. These are the things that are his testament to his reign because those pieces of papers, those edicts and orders change policy, which change how people live. It affects the masses. It's impressing itself upon melanin, such as Ronald Reagan passes, you know, a piece of paper saying we're launching a war on drugs, but then in the back they supplying the very drugs to create the condition to announce the yeah, war. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they sweep up entire populations. They've changed the course of melanated history on this planet by such an invasion and intrusion you know what I'm saying? By knowing damn well, was crazy, who, on, because if 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 that was a product, you know what I'm saying? That being that drug, the summer saying has been around. They said there's evidence that they was giving coke to slaves to make them work. You know what I'm saying? Long duration. So they've been yes, yes, doing yes. research and development on this product. Hold on, coke and mummies. Hold on, coke and mummies, bro. Yes, yeah, right. Coke and, coke and tobacco. That's right. The, the, the knowledge of it is known, so if you can now set up a system where you know automatically the presence of a product denotes the need and the necessity for somebody to fill that demand, then the whole dichotomy of fiend and hustler is going to be set up, and they're both fiends in a sense. They have an relationship with another But the fiend is a hustler as well. You know what I'm saying? And the hustler is a fiend. So. You know, it's 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 a way, and and you put an economic opportunity in the midst of all of that when people uh-huh. have nothing. It's a trap. It's a trap, and now you got what we talk about these numbers where you know they clicking on a million, two million plus, and hundreds and hundreds of millions of casualties. You know what I mean? And a level of degradation of morals and characters where the abortion rate is skyrocketing because the culture that comes along, the death culture that is tacked along with that, you know, denotes the fact that the hustler has to be, in a sense, cold-hearted. You know what I'm saying? Man, it is hard to be over it. Like, for example, the, the offspring of those ladies. Whatever you're willing to do to protect that. Hmm? The offspring of that generation are the babies that are mixed with it, are the admixture of that mentality that was going on while they were developing the womb Absolutely. and or subjected directly to the substance that was being passed in that travesty. Okay? Yeah, and that's what you see. And then... And yeah, and, that, and, and now you see, like, you see the, the fluctuation of morality and cultural morals, like, a flung to the far extreme, whether you want to call that left or right, up or down or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, man, I'm going to tell you something. This is is amazing. This is amazing. See, I'm 50 years old. In my day and age, girls used to make you wait before they had sex with you, man. How about that? 
Long time. Now you getting getting blown on the first. You getting blown away on the first date, dog. You getting you getting blown away in the cleasy in the club. No, her and her girlfriend. If if you if you cool about if you cool with it. If you could do the dance. Look, man, it's really extreme. So it's like, and we heard the same thing, though, right? We heard the same thing when, you know, rock and roll came in onto the scene and the the greasers came or whatever, and the trombibulation hairdo and the zoot suit wearer, that, that was drastic to the old folks of their age, you see. Absolutely. Every young generation yeah. is going to grab the next expression of Neptune, really. We can trace this all the way back. That's where the, that's what the media uses, Neptune and, and, and Venus. Both of those, back in the day, was the Temple of Venus. You dig, and Neptune was, was, was like the higher inner sanctum. You know, but the, and, and, and Neptune, and pardon me, Venus is exalted in Neptune's sign, Pisces. Venus is about a law and about the taste and the sensations. And Neptune just adds a flavor of fantasy to it, addiction or exactly. law as well. You see, glamorizing the thing. Venus is like pretty with no makeup. This is the girl that everybody in high school wanted, you know, because she was the fresh Irish spring look and no need to make her. That's Venus, yo. And then Neptune is when, 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 when they grow up and go to college and they learn how to use them curves and how to walk and, and, and dress and, and this shit looks like mad, crazy, alluring. Like, even though this chick was, was, the, was the goat in school, right? <laughs> now she's like beautiful, glamorous, gorgeous because she's got all this flair, yeah. and that's Neptune, y'all. So they combine this sensational imagery is two keywords using that because the human uh, development, the degree of development is high here in children and, and teenagers. This is why they become the core consumers of such glamorization and image projection. Do you get it? Now, once you understand it, see, they're robbing you of your your rights and passions in a correct way to administer how to deal with sensations and fantasy. You see, they amplify that. So you got the problem of adults now, 30 and 40 years old, and still stuck on their drugs and still partying and trying to be teenagers because they, they never really learned how to deal with the fantasy world. They were never really told how to put that shit in its proper context. And they sold sex addicts or co-workaholics, like working to the finger to the bone like a slave without any, from paycheck to paycheck, without any change or growth or prosperity in that cycle, yo. And this is the the, 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 the sorry effect of that Venus, you know, the paycheck, living paycheck to paycheck as opposed to creating your own sustenance and providence and things of this nature. So they... If they can keep you dependent or keep the majority of people dependent, then they can profit largely. If if everyone was artistic, then everyone could produce something of value, and that would change the dynamic of commerce and the people that are in control now. At days of mass distribution, manufacturing, all the way to the military industry complex, it's still all about production production and sale and demand and all that, they, that whole dynamic would change. You know, if you could actually produce something that was worth big money, 
and you are worth big money, and you are going to sell it for big money. And, you're, and there, if you can produce this regularly in society, then we cannot exploit the few and promote and control it. You see, we can't do that. So they read away the art programs, you know, and, and they heighten scientific programs and technological programs, you know, and hidden in the dynamic of those educational processes, what they call design are the artistic, <laughs> you know, uh, implementation. But only those artistic factors that promote the technological advancement. Thus is the nature of man. We've been in the age of Aquarius before. We have a flavorful taste of it in the um, Puranas, P-U-R-A-N-A, or the P-A-R-A-N-A-S of, of India. They talk about ages, you know, uh, uh, twelve and a half thousand times two, you know, ages. I mean, that's like twenty five thousand years to me. You know, um, when man flew in machines and had weapons of mass destruction, you know, and they weren't talking about the future; they were talking about the past. So we've gone through the age of Aquarius before. We've gone through the age of kingship, to the age of this, to the age of that, to the age of so and so before, man. And we've seen it. We we can only, like, our vision is, like, peripheral. We don't get to see the whole wheel at once. So we can't go, we can't find any artifacts before the age of Leo. And we don't guess what the age of Virgo is like, you know. And knowing what Virgo is, we can put it in the proper context and see how. But, you know, we can't, we don't have anything of substance to show forth and put. So we can only see, like, to the a back, a half, a, a half of a cycle. And then we only have sound artifacts from the last quarter. Back, you know, back to the mummies, the last 6,000 years, basically, the last 5,000 years. Okay, and we stay in that visible window while the rest of it is dark. You know, this is just the nature of how man moves. But we, at one point, had a better memory of how we move through these through these ages. You know, people want to argue where how to measure it that we're still in the age of Pisces, and those people are still in the age of Pisces. They have a right to think that way. <laughs> you think? But when you look at the development of time, man. Um, on the structure, on the year-month structure, and you use that macrocosmically too to take a, a, an entire cycle that we call an age, which is 21,060 years, to break it down into 12 separate months would be a month of 180 years. And then you look at the order that you have to set the signs on those years in successive zodiacal order. Okay? From the beginning of that sign to the end of that sign, then you measure every 180 years. You see the theme of that that 180-year segment according to its sign manifesting so tremendously. It's disgusting. See, when you, once you understand that this is how society is moving, then you can really, it's about picking sides. Because it always turns into, civilization turns into the haves and the have-nots. So what side are you going to be on in that in the development of that and the cultivation of of that society as an entity on this planet Earth? Which side are you going to pick? The side that has not and that develops not, or the side that has and is developing? And that's basically what it is. Even all the way back to 
when we were hunter-gatherers. Those who hunted and gathered had, and they ate good, and they and they got on well. And those who did not, did not have, and they did not have good. And this is the tale of human history. You know. Yes, sir. Um, family. Brother, um, Brother Raul, cool. We're going to go yes, ahead sir. and open up some lines, if you don't mind. Because I'm not 100% sure if I yourself. guess my join us tonight. I'm getting a text message. Family, uh, as you are well aware, our brother Obar is a practitioner. You know what I'm saying? He is, uh, you know, he's very knee-deep in the craft. So, um, you know, I'm not sure energy-wise or spirit-wise if the brother may be able to join us tonight, okay? Um, we're still... Playing it by air, all right. I'm I'm in I'm in um, communication with his godson through text, and the brother performed a ritual, and um, he's pretty tapped out. You know what I'm saying? So I would not want to bring the brother on the show um, if he's not in optimum. You know, if he's not in his optimum right. energetic self or whatnot. You know what I mean? If anybody is familiar with rituals or ceremonies, you know that when you get mounted by a spirit and things of that nature, it takes a lot from you. So uh, we playing it by air. What I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to go to the callers because we do have callers in the call queue, you know, while we figure this out and um, <clears throat> see whether we're going to have to postpone the show or not. But um, in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and open up the line and uh, we'll see what the family has to say, you know what I'm saying, and uh, we'll take it from there, all right? So let's go to our first call. I'm going to leave your line open, um, Brother Cosmo, and uh, – Let's go to our first caller. Caller for the nine seven nine five five seven. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. All right, caller dropped. Okay, we have a caller from the two five six. Caller from the two five six three three seven. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, peace. Before I begin, I would like to uh, thank. Uh, Brother Red and uh, Blue for the movement uh, coming out in September in uh, Atlanta. I salute my brothers. And before Indeed. I begin, I want to ask ask the uh, elder and uh, Brother Red and Blue permission to speak. Indeed, Please brother. Indeed. All right. I, I, man, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I I can't remember if it was Red or Blue because y'all y'all know we was talking about the twins thing. You kinda, I kind of get it mixed. They're not get. I don't never get y'all mixed up, but. The things I talk on, I kind of get mixed up sometimes. But I had released out in the atmosphere when I first seen the brother on another uh, uh, station. And being that I don't have clarity on it, you know, I won't say, you know, the station. But for um, the elder to be on tonight, man, it's, it's just like almost, it's just, you know, even like I told Red and Blue and Cy and, you know, and a few others when I first met y'all, man, like, it ain't no celebrity in the world that could ever take the place of that very moment. Uh, the other had said something earlier about the uh, about the uh, kids and over in Asia and stuff like that, and, and I just want to address and, let, and confirm him, and you know, on that. And also I want to confirm something that he said about the, uh, the seven-second thing, and he's right about that, you know, uh, a divine spiritual aspect came to me and I can't explain it. And, and however, what I'm going to do, though, so I don't kill all the time, I'm going to get with red or blue when I come, you know, to NYC. And, man, y'all got to get me with this brother. You know, this your brother heard in case, you know, my my voice ain't coming mm-hmm. too clear. Mm-hmm. 
and and uh, but yeah, man, I like I like when as soon as I seen him, I'm like, man, he's explaining stuff that, and, and you know what? Let me the most powerful thing that I've never heard nobody explaining. Y'all got to forgive me because I'm a little nervous, you know, meeting him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, elder, uh, when I was like four years old, and also that memory thing, uh, you know, I can relate to him on that too because you know, not try to toot my own horn in that red or blue, but the spiritual gift that that brother got that y'all talking to. That's the same gift I have, but see, I, I don't tell this to everybody because people make fun of you, and uh, you know, and you know, and I put it to you like this: that's just a side that, that that you know, in the spirit realm, they don't take lightly to uh, people like him or myself. You know what I'm saying? Being messed with, so I don't explain it. But anyway, when I was four or five years old, something came in my room, right, and uh, picked me, and lifted me up, and 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 you know, if you know, y'all have the time or permission, can I can I get the elder to explain that? What was that, and why did it happen? Because it's almost like something had been trying to kill me, you know what I'm saying, Eric, since I was, you know, four or five years old, you know what I mean? Um, and also, you know, I guess pre, 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 you know, like people, who, I've, I've heard this on a few occasions, that they bear some mark and they chart, like people that have plans at the end of Aquarius or the beginning of Pisces, particularly. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm February the 18th, so you, you write in exact? Yeah, because, because they all, you know, See, whether it really happened or not, that's not important. I don't even want to address that. You, it was real okay. to you, right? And okay, okay. He, he, like, so it's like, because people have had these experiences in the room with people that didn't see what they saw, as well as okay. being in the room with people that experienced and saw what they saw. You understand? Like, I saw a ghost. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it too. Or, <laughs> I saw a ghost. Did you see it? No, I didn't see shit. Okay, see, you get that, right? So either way, the people that experience the scene, all of them have planets at the end of Aquarius to begin with Pisces. So what I believe, this is my belief, okay, is that these people have, because of that energy of the sun, the moon, or whatever planet they have located there, they have an automatic receptacle to a vibration that everybody else don't. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first of all, you know... just by virtue of the placement, you know, I, we can actually get more into the dynamic if you give okay. up your birthday. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll build. We'll build when I, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. you know, when I get there. Because see, people like you and me, and I will say this that I know for a fact, our our thing is to protect. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to get off into all that because you know how that may be. Uh, but said that to say this, uh, I don't know how I did it or whatever, but I know, like, the day after Lamar, uh, you know, everybody said he had passed or whatever, you know, and he was, you know, or he was still in the coma. I know it was the coma first, then they say he passed, but then he was still married to, you know, uh, a particular Roman that I, you know, I really don't care for, not to try to down the person, you know, and then, but I, you know, I basically called called him back, you know, and they said that he was vital, you know what I mean, shortly after that on breaking news, so, you know, I just want you, you know, you know, to confirm with you to, um, you know, the fact that, you know, what you've uh, been saying and teaching on, brothers, right and exact, and and, and uh, keep, you know, keep up, keeping on, how you keeping on, because you know, and um, and also, can, can y'all, uh, you, you know, red or blue, one of y'all explain that my uncle never cleared it because he passed before I could get the full comprehension, but he told me like in Halloween, around Halloween time, it was a a thing or a ritual the clan did to uh, mess with, you know, people in the South. Now, me personally, I think it's a time of year where 
where the dark side invokes demons. So I, I, I don't participate in it, you know. But could, could you guys please clear that up for me? Because I know for a fact the elder got it in red and blue. I know y'all got to know. Somebody please tell me, what, what is that? Why? I mean, you know, you know, the church have one side and the witches have another side. Can, can any of y'all explain that to me? Now, all of the arts that came out of, of um, ancient Egypt were acquired, uh, and out of Greece, were acquired by the Romans and the Arabs, you know, to put it in short, and introduced into Europe uh, by the Moors and, and the Arabs that had developed their institutions and were working with, with those documents as a body of knowledge, and it became a part of the institutions. Now, it's separated because you have black magic and white magic, or you have schools that are about the furtherment of spirit and growth and development and people who seek to use that to their own means. Okay, which is which would be called dark. Period. It doesn't matter which craft you're using, which which school you went through, with your intention you did it, <laughs> using it. Okay, and so okay. They, they, this is what separated. What we actually created witches was the fact that they you know, the the the, the pendulum of gender control in societies pivots from male to female, and it gets egalitarian on the in betweens on both arcs. Okay, and the, the the transfer from feminine to masculine control of the church and the people in in society, but the demonizing of women who practiced or were in touch with their metaphysical selves. These things were taken and put behind closed doors to the Inquisition. After they expelled the Moors, they extracted it from the general population and tortured anybody who had a very deep in-depth knowledge of it. They, they they translated it into a bunch of books. They resurfaced like at the end of the 1900s, and it is now called the New Age Movement. Yeah, that's how I picked up on it too, Ellen. What they did was they took the things that we use as positive and, and really created the negative side of it because they figured out that they couldn't uh, operate it, you know, kind of like a, a jet pilot versus airplane pilot if i would have to put it on a level uh i would say that you know you know someone like you and i you know red or blue you know we we we, you know not you not not limit us to this i got to clear that before the atmosphere but we are more so jet drivers versus the, the roman or europeans as being airplane airplane pilots am i correct on that or or do i need to be stand to be corrected elder <clears throat> Well, I wouldn't say that your perspective is right or wrong. It's a matter of, of what you're trying to convey, you know, the thought that you're trying well, to convey. And well, well, basically, um, well, basically, the theft of our our holy stuff that you know the Vatican and uh, Europe has to as of now, but don't but won't let go. This is what came to me, you know, and and maybe later on, I'm not saying I'm going to do one, but maybe later on, I might do a book if I'm allowed to. That's that's on a whole nother level as well. Well, I understand uh, because, that the church has a has a very strong hold on the insurance po- uh, 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 business globally. Okay. 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 And they they okay. draw insurance policies from birth certificates. They are part of that whole thing. So mm-hmm. and you know their class on the people as a as a uh, as a whole. The church rests on its congregation. You know they need their people to be believers and. Um, the whole thing about enlightenment, mankind is moving towards, you know, enlightenment, the the individual divinity, the inner divinity within that whole dichotomy that sits on the Aquarius Leo 
explain the ego consciousness, the development of the ego, the whole heroism from 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 hero the lame to hero the adult development. That whole thing has to do with deal with with the question that Red had when he said, "Yo, why is it that you know is that information good? We're becoming more reliant on technology. Is that good? As long as we do not lose trust with our higher selves, it's all good." Okay, okay, that, that's that's facts right there, and that's you know well well explained. Like I said, I I cannot I hardly wait till I get up there because you know I got the you know which I which I get with uh, red or blue you know and. Uh, and I'll put some thing in perspective because I, I got to meet you before, you know, I leave this realm. I, you know, that's just a, a top I feel very I, honored uh, by your response to me, bro, but I'm down man, to earth I'm normal. You, you, I, lo- I love you all the life, you know, and I got to say, and, oh, you know what, and before I forget that, you know, I'm a sidebar for me. I just want to say to Red and Blue, man, I've been working on something big for y'all, man. And, I, and you know, I'm, I'll either tell you mouth to ear or, or, or I'll, you know, email you or whatever I need to do, but you know, it was just like a whole nother thing, you know, came yeah. to me, you know. We uh, but we'll talk we'll off talk, of here, of course. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Elder. Thank you, Red and Blue, for allowing me to chime in. I, I can rest my feet now because I've been squirming like a little five, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause like I said, man, I get, you know, kind of a little extra excited then once I, you know, get out of me, you know, I'll, I'll be all right, you know. But thank you guys so much, man. I, uh, you know, thank you very much. Man, I appreciate man. you calling in, bro. Indeed, oh yeah, indeed. thank you, thank you, Elder. Yes, sir. Peace, peace, peace. Yeah, the brother, peace, brother, brother. Uh, asked some wonderful questions, and I'm just really, uh, it's it's really an honor to hear you go in depth. You know what I'm saying tonight, and just lend this level of clarity to some of these topics is very descriptive and clear. So you know, thank you. I, I I sense that becoming of you know you just turning just coming into your 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 fiftieth cycle just as we are embarking on our fortieth there's just so much transformation um, by way of reflection you know what I'm saying like doing your own auditing and looking into old accounts and looking at old books and doing your own numbers and stuff like that. You're taking stock of these things that, you know, you've dealt with, need to be dealt with, and look forward to dealing with. And, um, you know, just this particular time, I, I just see a whole lot of things coming together in terms of, you know, the planning or the plan for that matter. I receive it. So, yes, sir. Indeed. And you know something else I want to add to um, that question you asked earlier, Pell. You said, um, mm-hmm. "Does it is it, it what does it mean for us?" You know that call that the minister Farrakhan made, man, was pure, like purely like a literal translation of the motion of the, of the heavens the day he made the announcement for the boycott and for the for the march that moved right the million man march. And yeah. the um the whole organizing is saddened and of the the studentry and the young men that need to be galvanized and taught is Sagittarius, you know? The whole and to to him make a call for ten thousand fearless, right? Is like really crazy too because that is an organizing of 
the wild ones or those that are need the most of in in the most need of guidance. You see, those who need to be schooled, and the organizing of the school and the schooling of a, a generation is going like this two and a half year phase is going to prepare the way to that. If it's not accomplished in that two and a half years, it's definitely going to present the necessity for it and make it obvious, you know. That's why we're going to see it as a result. You know, like, for example, they've been killing black people and it just has not been an issue to be addressed directly. So the the blood moons of Aries and Libra indicate the unavoidability of that now, regardless of the numbers, the fact that it's a constant trend. And so, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to go back there because that, that thought was sparked. It was stimulated, you know. And um, is there anybody else in the line? Indeed, yeah. We got uh, one more caller. Uh, let's Wait go to the caller from 401-595. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. You mean 410 410- Five nine five. Yeah, that's my other number in case oh, this phone oh, drops. Okay. <laughs> no, no doubt. Yeah. If we have any callers in the uh, call queue, now is the time to press one. Family, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns you want to add on, now is the time to press one. Like I said earlier, it looks as if we may have to reschedule our presentation with our good brother, brother Obar, tonight. You know what I'm saying? He is all right. Everything is fine. The brother is in good spirits. Um, but he is, um, you know, he's doing his spiritual work. And that's something that I won't get in the middle of. You know what I'm saying? This is Hollow's Eve and things of that nature. So I'm sure that what he's doing is very significant. And I send that brother love and light. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But um, fret not. Yeah, fret not. He's He's definitely on board. If not this oh, week, yeah. if not the if not the upcoming week, then the week after that, you know what I'm saying? The uh you know and we the ancestors know from right, preparation from from, you know, that particular window of time as well in yourself, you know, when it comes to paying homage to setting up your altar and getting everything together for the gate that's exactly. already open. Brother Rich should be should be out. You know, you can go to Underground Railroad on YouTube. If he doesn't have it out already, I'm sure to be to be up this tonight shortly. Yeah, and man, peace to my brother Red. Yes, brother from Royal that, Bloodline is giving instructions on this time period. What exactly you should do to get in contact with spirit realm, your ancestors, and you know, invoke them, feed them, you know, and replenish your relationship to get ready for the winter months, you know, for the death of winter to get ready for the upcoming cycle of 2016, which is going to be a monumental cycle, you know what I'm saying, a very, very decisive cycle. So now is the time to do all of the proper preparation. You know, you're going to need spirit realm, you know, so set a bowl of water out, set some food out, set some candy out coming into, uh, you know, how many years before. For every individual, for every single human being, their uh, um, their birth chart is the map to the daily access to the energies that you have. They're 361 degrees in a day, literally. Okay, and in that, in the course of every day, 
your planets rise, you know, like if you had uh, Mars at 21 degrees Gemini. Well, Gemini rises every day at a specific time that fluctuates throughout the year. So it's never the same time every day. It's four minutes later every day. It's six months later. It's six hours later. I mean, pardon me, four months later. It's six hours later, you see. So you you understand how your personal clock rolls. You know exactly when you have access to most of these energies. I've got clients that to set up clocks based on the rotation of their charts and they're and they're claiming success with their with their mental rituals and their meditations. I think I just wanna throw that in there, man. Indeed. No doubt, brother. So indeed we so do have right, a caller close out with a song or something. Well we got a caller whose hands went up, so let's get to that caller first. Caller from the three four seven three seven nine. Peace and welcome to Nova Ledge Radio. Peace, peace, peace to the gods. This is Quan Mega. How y'all doing? Mega. Quan Mega. Yeah. Yo, Quan I got Mega. a question. Legend. I got a, qu- I got a question for the brother that's on the line dropping the science on the uh, astrology. Um, it's a layman's question, but I, and I understand astrology somewhat, but when I deal with like quote unquote Christians or just people who's not into the math or just understand metaphysics, and I try and help them to astrology, like, the best thing I could tell them is it's not a cult thing, because some people are like, oh, astrology, blah, blah, blah. How would you go about expressing to a layman or somebody who who thinks it's like an occult science or it's some weirdo thing that astrology is basically dealing with the stars of the the, the science of the stars and how you know how the planets as well and how they equate to us and affect you know humanity and the world. Well, the, I developed um, a technique first to show and prove to a person that um, their time of birth and that you know has everything to do with their wounds and their scars. All right, any mark on the body. Okay, that's the first one to eliminate any form of skepticism that what is indicated is not the cause, but it's the indication. And the religious spookism that has been attached to it has only been done so because can't no priest give you any advice if he if he can't if he don't know your life. Somebody that knows the course of your life just because you told them their birthday is more equipped to tell you what's gonna happen tomorrow. Then somebody telling you to do two Hail Marys and 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 and, and drop fifty dollars into the into the gift box before you leave, <laughs> you dig? Right. So they they had to demonize it. But to 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 tell a person what it is 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 to show them that if they have any basic education, they understand the tides of the moon and they understand that yeah. animals in the wild get more ferocious. And even on a more gentler plane, that full moons affect oysters and clams under the water worldwide, open their mouths to it. Like, for what? Now, that influence right there, that that concurrence manifests with other uh, uh, motions in this universe. And to think that you are a separate part of the universe is exactly where your religion wants you to be. This is a science. I can show and prove it beyond a shadow of a reasonable doubt. It just takes a little observation because there are so many layers of this onion, you know. Okay. And 
they they have got to have been, you know, as the current wave of enlightenment has been hitting us in the last 20 years or so, you know, through the Internet and what have you. They've got to be somewhat aware of the the contrast between what is science and what is superstition and what is religion and what is custom. They've got to be exposed to that because it's crazy in the media. So just just having that preface to build on, that platform right there to build on, we show them, man, you know, their whole life force is the sun. And they nourish it by eating the foods. They 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 either by photosynthesis transfer sun, solar energy to their bodies or by third party eating the animals that eat the plants that that to create this photosynthetic process and bring us sunlight into our form. Right? They can't scientifically deny that. So if the life force is the sun and the sun is the life force of our solar system, this is how we go about showing them the, the correspondences and the, how it just makes total sense. The easiest okay. way is, like, to get their birthday, you know. <laughs> you know, and they're smashed. I love smashing skeptics, man. You know, if you think that you're not the sun and you're not the moon, then they see you do anything without them. All the food and vegetation on this planet grows through their interweaving cycle. And any farmer mm-hmm. can, can prove that. We got scientific evidence called the, I mentioned earlier the Calisco experiment to show how the, the the sun and the essence of the sun vibrates with everything that is on the same frequency as the mineral gold here, okay? The, uh, okay. Informationally, the, the correspondence anatomically would be the heart in the back, and thus the saying heart of gold permeates every culture and language, you know, and, and is immemorial because the association with that and the ability to tap into the heart frequency, you know, using that element is is like all affinity. You you begin to show them things that they can identify with. Firstly, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure like what I just said to you is because I was of the mind that you already have a metaphysical uh, 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 foundation. But a person who just totally didn't know demonstration. You know, my my whole thing is bring me your skeptics <laughs> so I can smash them. You know, and with proofs, you know, and um, it would have to be from their own birth chart too, you know. Right. But to, with this, when they, they study, do you study medicine? You study math. You study architecture. You study farming. All of those things were one in in in, in ancient days. You didn't go to school to learn just how to grow plants. And that's all you learn how to do. You learn the plant, how the plant was indicated in cycles that are indicated in the celestial, how it reflected in the body and what parts of the body the plant was best for. You learned everything about it. So all that they have done is taken the science of life and broken it up into a billion different subjects to be specified as secular knowledge and uh, are not used for your spiritual growth and enhancement. That's a whole part of it, to keep you looking at it like it's witchcraft and demonology. There's nothing demonology about you falling down at a specific age that concurs with emotion from your birth chart. That's common okay. knowledge. It, it, it spooks out an individual because he's been taught that it should not be so. Where if he is of the mind that it should be so, it would not be such a big deal to to know that once you tell the person your birth date and your and the correct birth time is established, 
then you pretty much what forces you are going to be exposed to throughout the course of your life start to unfold. The proof of that we can look into the future through this will is to just rewind and go through the past of a person's life, you know. Like, you know, we can easily demonstrate with your situation. You want to give up your birthday? Uh, okay, um, April 22nd. What year, Lord? 1972. Oh, man, you just got on the phone because you wanted me to feel like an old man today, huh? You know what? <laughs> My you know what? I mean, I, I was already anticipating you was going to ask me that, and I was like, am I going to give well, this to Well, you know, this is what I do, Lord. Out there. So, when, um, what yeah. time of day was you born, you know? 103 a.m. Now, now, the thing is, was it daylight saving time or not? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it don't matter. I'm going to figure that out in a second. Um, yeah. I just you, you, you have an issue with your upper back or you had an issue with your lower digestive tract at some point? Um, when you say lower digestive, what you mean, stomach issues? Yeah, yeah, stomach, but you know, in 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 the intestines or um, colon or or you know that area, eliminatory lower digestive tract, hernia I mean, or, or issues like in the hospital or issues like tummy ache and take. Whether you went to the hospital or not, this discomfort in this part of the body and that part of the body would be around the abdominal area, period. So that's your issue. If I don't you eat didn't. right, then yeah, that's happening. Oh, no. If you eat right, then you ain't going to have an issue for a while. It ain't going to hit you until you become an old man. But they had to signal at some point in your life, especially early in life, in your teens, adolescence, as, you know, uh, uh, issues with the digestive tract, to be general. Um. Yeah, I had stomach viruses. Okay. All right. Okay, you had a stomach virus. Damn. Okay, you wear glasses, too? Nah. Okay. Uh, uh, I know, I know it's one of your frequent phases, though, and, you, and, you, and you're not necessarily pointing to what I know. Pride and loyalty and relationships mean everything. Your mom, she was the one who set the model for that, or some prominent woman from the mother's side of the family or the nurturing parent. Um, yeah. Um, you saw the mechanization of the workfare, how it changed. That was like a sweeping change in your life right there. And let me see. I think that the time that you gave me, we had to add an hour because of daylight saving time. You're an Aquarius rising. That would give you issues with your lower digestive tract and, and, and an inclination to abstain from meat and from things that are hard to digest. You need to stay regular, okay, to stay healthy, and you'll live to be an old man. All right. I asked about the upper back because there was a question as to whether Capricorn was in the mix, but it's not. So you are a Taurus with an Aquarius rising, and that would put you in the third house, fourth sign. Writing in your home or writing in solitude is really a, 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 a way you can express yourself. Or so using works with your hands or doing some expression with your hands. And in solitude, you need that. In solitude, you need deep. Yeah, you need yeah, that. I was told my, was told my moon is um is Aries. No, nah, on April twenty second, nineteen seventy two, the moon was in Leo. So we know okay. at your human development, yeah, as, Leo. Leo. 
But I was told my my rising is is Aries. Well, if your rising was Aries, champ, you would have been born very close to six o'clock in the morning, for between okay. five and six in the morning, and not one o two. And if Aries was your ascendant, then that would mean that at some point you had some issue with one of your reproductive organs or your groin. If it was just injury, of the football. You had what? I pulled my groin muscle playing football. Okay, well then, 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 yeah, then physically, I would look at Aries and I would take that over the time you gave me. I would add like six hours or take away eighteen hours from the date that you gave me because we can't use one o two in the morning or anywhere within six hours of that to get Aries rising the day you were born because the sun is at two degrees Taurus. That meant that uh, uh, just. Not even two hours before you were born, Aries was rising. So you'd have to be born two hours before um, the sun rose to be an Aries rising. Aries rising makes you straightforward, makes you straightforward, like straight through the bullshit always. (laughs) I never have time for the bullshit. On that note, I I, I hear you, but I can't go against my old earth because every born, every, um, Every born um, annual cycle I go through, she always go through, oh, yeah, I was going through the hospital at 12 o'clock, and I had to at 1 o'clock. Oh, I got to hear that every year. So I know Okay, it's well, let me, let, me get, let me illustrate for you another dynamic that, is, that even keys in more on the scientific application of the science. Clinical birth and astrological birth is not the same. What we're actually looking for is a starting point. There are 1,440 minutes in a day, and only one of them is yours, right? Now, the time that your head came through the vaginal canal are what the nurse and the doctor are concerned about. As, a, as an astrologer, to be honest with you, that only gives me an idea where to start. We really, what we really want, they don't even measure, nor do they take account of. And that is the very moment that the blood is oxidized, which can happen after the water breaks, but before your head comes through that passage. So it's good for you to take your old earth's word for the, when your head came through, but was she paying attention to whether your blood was oxidized or not? Now, to examine that fact a little further, babies are born gray. They must be pinched or smacked or provoked into crying so that they can breathe. Some babies are born without that help. They are screaming and crying from the moment they come out, even before the umbilical cord is cut, and they are pink. They are oxidized. That is really the moment we're looking for, Comprehend? Okay, okay. Okay. And this, too, so you know that that um, Aries rising, I was from right. somebody down the road that gave me my own chart, so I, I, that might be off, too. Well, I can tell you like this. No, you you confirmed the Aries rising more so than the Aquarius rising. Like you were on some not really shit with the Aquarius question probe that I did. But but when you when I said if you're an Aries rising, then you had to injure somewhere down in your crotch. Basically, anything down in your crotch is is how it goes, which is the genitals and or the groin muscles. And you said, no, I pulled my groin. Well. You didn't yeah. say, no, I injured my Achilles tendon. No, I broke my collarbone. I broke my jaw. No, I got my eye knocked out of socket. No, my, my, my whole teeth, was, my whole grill was knocked out. None of that. You said you confirmed the Aries rising. I would go for that. As a tourist, there's some injury to the upper leg, but that would come through acquisition, you know, uh, um, acquisitive behavior, not natural, not by by what you would call fate or destiny, by you ain't got no choice type of 
emotion. You know, that, that does exist, and people want to say they transcend it. You, you progress through it, you know, as a human being. So you, you, you got me with the Aries rising. I'm convinced Aries was rising. I wouldn't um, dispute that. So what I want to do is I want to show you something. Let me put Aries at the center here, boom. Yeah, okay, that even that even accentuates the private writing even more and the irritability when you're disturbed when you're writing or concentrating on some type of linguistic or lingual communicational uh, um activity, okay? It would have also it, it would also make the first child born a girl or or, or a big crybaby, very feminine in his uh, um character as a child if it's a boy, but really I think it's a girl, right? First child was a girl. Nah, my first, nah, first child's a boy. Was he a crybaby? Not really. Nah, not really. He's, 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 anything. Is he mommy's boy? Is he mommy's boy or daddy's boy? Nah, he's mama's boy. Okay, well, that's the moon there, too. I mean, All right, he, but... him, listen, he listen, I raised him, so he, he know about the dad, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you Mom, got a lot of fineness. I got a question to ask you. Is this child actually the first child made, or is it first child born? Oh, first child born. Okay, so the first child born is described by the moon and Leo. The second child made is described by Arano's... The third child is the one I think you're talking about, right? This child is the third child born. I mean, a maid, first child born. Yeah, my son is my first child born, but there's been many made. Yeah, okay. Well, then we can't. I can't use your chart right now until we get down to the specifics. I can only pull, point to the first conception, second conception, I third conception. I won't say many. There's been some. Well, I can say like this. That that the first child, because it's not a girl, you already told me that that child wasn't born. That's how I knew that. Okay, when you said it wasn't a girl, because I know it should have been a girl. I don't care what you what you what you like. I'm reading your chart, right? Then the second child, if the child survived the pregnancy, you would have outlived that child, and I wouldn't have been wanting to talk about. What I'm going to know is that that child was alive, right? Now, the what you describe here. The one that makes daddy so proud, the one that makes you feel so good to be a dad, the one that you were going to insecure his education and his ability to travel through the land, all of that is Jupiter and Capricorn. And in the ninth place describes the third conception, describes the child that would be born of the third conception. Whether he was born first or second is of no consequence. We're talking about the child that was born of the third conception and what was going on in your life during the, during that conception, all right? Then the fourth seed made would be described by the, uh, uh, Pisces, or no, no, by Aquarius on the 11th. This child would be gregarious, friendly, and, and into parades and crowds and science and technology and modern and surprises and, and all spontaneity, spontaneity. Okay, the fifth well, seed, man. I got three seeds, though, God. I just got three seeds. That's it. <laughs> yeah, how many have you made? No, he's he's explaining I'm good. that. I'm good with that description. Three. Huh? I'm, I'm the thinking he, I'm saying the description that you just heard, does that not sound like your daughter? Yeah, but she's the second. But she's not the second conceit. I mean, she's not the second maid. She's the oh, second I got you, I got you, I got you. so I got you. I got you. he's going through that cycle, yeah. So that's yeah, that's the progression. My, my young that's goddess. Cycle. That's your, yeah. He's talking about your young goddess. That's her all the yeah, way. 
Yeah. Look, the thing is, see, I don't even have to know who I'm talking about. I just have to follow the rules of of, of, of engagement. <laughs> you dig? Like, and that's the only way I can prove it. Like you said, how can you prove that it's not witchcraft? Well, I'm going to describe your daughter. Like, well, what's so devilish about your kid? I'm going to describe your grandmother. With the sheet. Did she throw you in a big cauldron and, you know, throw bat wing dust in your, at your ass and, and cast some spells to No, none of that. So so you can show a person's natural life undevelopment. Their, their, their children are written into their charts. That's crazy, too, people that want to come in before me and say, yo, do you, we have control over all that. Yeah, well, you know, that chart describes how your grandfather died, okay? It describes what happened to your father in World War II. Okay, <laughs> it describes what happened to your grandmother before you were even born. You know, it shows what parts of the body are gonna fail on your parents. Really, you know, you might be the, uh, the 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 fifth of eight children. It doesn't matter. You know, the chart shows all of this, so you have to show this to a person. But you have to know the science to do it. You know, that's the catch. This ain't no overnight, you know, I'm going to run to the internet, I'm going to read about 10 pages on this shit, and I'm going to be, I'm going to start wowing niggas, you know. <laughs> you see, I get that so much, man, because I teach this science. I get students to think that they're going to get it in, in two weeks. And, I, you know, those are the ones that I, I, if I knew beforehand, I would never answer the phone. You know, because people refuse to believe that you got to walk through this valley to get there the quickest. And it's like walking on ice. It's like walking on ice. If you run across the ice, you're going to slip. You might slip more so than if you just walk, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you would hear it cracking long before it cracking. Well, if you run and you're already out to where it's standing, you ass out. See, so you got to walk your way through this and feel your way through it. Then once you do, you come up the other side, you're in possession of insights. Because what it is, it is the blueprint and the dynamic of human nature and the nature of everything. Everything conceivable on the social, economical, spiritual. Like people say to me, man, where's the spirituality in this materiality? Like your spirit uses all of this to express itself. That's the spirituality of it, period. And Mars in Aries, not only did that cut the face, you <laughs> see, your Mars is in Gemini with Saturn. So there was injury by uh, shock, trauma, or cut, or burn to the arm or hand, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, see, now that's in your chart. That's in your birth chart right there. And there had to be some tattoo there because you got Venus and, and Mars there together. They're conjunct. So you got a tattoo on one of your arms? Nah, I got a scar there, but not a tattoo. Okay, well, a tattoo is a scar, but, you know, you, you might get it covered up with a tattoo now at that suggestion at any rate because Venus is autistic. But that also shows your um. Like, you, you got to get motivated to, to write or to creatively uh, uh, work with words or language and, and what have you, you know. But, you you know, that's your thing. Like, I, I, um, when you said your name, it, it sounded familiar, but I don't know who you are, you know. Yeah, I got a okay. quick one, though. What, what about those that say it's not in the Bible, it's not in the Bible, it's blasphemy. I mean, you kind of... Oh, those, they, they've never read the Bible, first of all, because the, the 19th Psalm plainly, and the first seven verses of the 19th Psalm plainly and overtly points to astrology. The heavens okay. declare the glory of God. 
it, at night they showeth forth knowledge. The sun, he had made the tent, uh, uh, a tent for them or a tabernacle for them and for the sun. Like, like the sun is in the middle of the planet, like a tabernacle is in the middle of the congregation. So they, that's a perfect elaboration. And in Hebrew, it even gets more in-depth because it talks about Eth Hashimim, which are the disposers, the moving stars. Which why audits and the earth in the beginning he created the 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 moving stars and the earth in verse one of the Bible. When they say it's not in the Bible, they what they what, what, yeah, uh, yeah, only yeah, reference yeah. made to us are uh, we are called wise men. We're the three wise men that went to see Jesus. It didn't say three kings. It said three wise kings or whatever. I mean, it said wise king, wise men. It didn't say how many there were, really. That's all a tradition. Secondly, it mentions us in there. Um, oh, call us wise. Let me let me focus on that. We weren't called believers. We weren't called good. We weren't called dumb either. We were called wise. Where where the shepherds who met the angels in the wilderness that were sleeping, and the angels came and woke them up and told them that Jesus was coming. See, he didn't call them wise, so he called us wise. God did. Okay, you use their language. God called us wise, didn't call them wise. So who's who? You know which one is bad, right? Then further, you know, it's all throughout the book. I mean, all the math that we use is found in the Bible, literally. So people say that it ain't in the Bible. Never read it. They don't know what they're talking about. All right, I appreciate the, the, the knowledge and the tutelage, God. That was no definitely problem, in depth. Um, I got my, my no, sword. No, no. My sword um, sharpened. Um, I'm not going to go to that the way you just did, but um, I got more knowledge and information. So I appreciate yeah. that. Thanks, Blue. Thanks, Rat. Okay. I think this is a great Blue, time brother, to um, finish. To end. Quad Mega. Peace, God. Peace, Quam. Peace. I think this Peace, is a God. great time for us to, uh, hello? Yeah. I'm here, Lord. Yeah, I want to I wanna end off the show with, um, with, with, with the piece you and Blue just recorded, you know? All right, it's up to you, God. Yeah, we're going to do yeah, that. You want to end the show. You want to talk you know, it off family that, about, you know, this production process that we've been going through. Man, peace to my brother, A.A. Rashid. I almost forgot, man. Sorry, pardon me. Yeah. Salute to the God. He got a ball day coming up as well. He plays some fire music on the program. That kind of what compelled me to actually go in the studio the other night to lay down this piece called Solar Activation. This is on my upcoming project in conjunction with a project that me and Kwame Mega already did called Spoken Grooves. His brother's been you know, recording us for 10 years, you know, 2015 is our 10-year anniversary. We was playing a track that we recorded with Red Pill in 2005. This wow. is so legendary, it needs to come out right. like now. You could yeah, it, call it out. Right. It was Don't now just it, like right. he recorded it yesterday. <laughs> well, it's one of that. So right now. It's good right Filthy. now. So. Filthy. You know about that one. Oh, the, the free You know, this brother has helped us helm over a uh, decade of just being introduced to the whole science of recording. Because you're a recording artist, it's a science. And, um, you know, just utilizing not only your voice as an instrument, but your life as an instrument as well. Fine-tuning yourself on this constant search to know thyself. So we salute you all for your patience with us tonight. This monumental program has still yielded so many 
gifts, benefits, and gems that we want to thank you for attending. We will be following up with something with our brother Oba. Uh, again, you know, let your focus be not only on the information imparted tonight, but on the most important thing, and that is your ancestors, which exists, you know, right on the tip of your nose. That realm is always that close to you at all times, okay? Set a bowl of water out, light a candle, set some food out, whatever your favorite ancestor's thing was, whether it was a cigarette or a cigar or L, whatever, you know, shit a line if need be. Just set it out and let them feast. Let them enjoy, you know, the communion between this physical realm and the spiritual realm, which have a symbiotic relationship that is never altered or broken. So let's just be mindful, cognizant of it, and, um, you know, move in love and light. So with that, we dedicate this uh, this, this track, Solar Activation, all right, so we can activate our solar temples. Peace. Peace. All right, peace to the family. Catch you on Tuesday. Love and light, all right? Be safe out there. Peace, Lord. Peace. Peace, God. Enjoy that day, man. Do it up. Indeed. Cheers. Yeah. Shit is amazing. The manipulation. They literally got Mr. Racing in heavy rotation across the nation. Man, I can't take it with these stations. Playing oversaturation and lower aspirations. Solar activation. Ola maturation got me investigating Living up to my expectations Living for the next generation Living for the ending of my appellations Patience is a virtue Hating only hurts you The bright light glares the hair In and out of here Shit, greatness is the turtle It took a while to appear You gotta earn it, never out of fear Blood, sweat and tears is the hurdles that you gotta clear A adjournment, you out of here Life will curb you the day that you rest in peace, it won't disturb you. But until then, it's building, till it murks you. Depression is killing our children, so hurtful. They popping pills and drinking ill blends, or the purple. Picks on social and sniffing cocoa, sipping YOLO in a circle. Passing big blunts, kept so many enemies close. Huh. He became the tenth one, young pimping. Playing high post with your eyes closed. Sipping with models, listening to convos. In the midst of rivals who want to hit Lotto, come up with your number, run up on your Hummer with the cocaine seat, lightning and thunder, OKC, the drugs got you slumbered, no wonder when you slumber, with eyes closed, you dream of walking tight ropes, one slip up and it's done, you only live once, yeah I know, life is a bitch, you got swallowed by the game, she got a big hunt and a tight hold. She had a kid once, then she got lipo, but the cycle continues, she keeps you on the menu, and swallows them in vain, Hansel and Gretel, dancing with devils in tight clothes, and some ill fronts, in a condo on Biscayne, I got invited to a meal once, fancy restaurant that was real plush, up an echelon, the place where they get the deals done, the real ones, the ones if you break your word, they break you in ways you never heal from. The ones where they're safe on a plate when the meals come. Ones like Sparks, where Paulie got sparked while in park. John Gotti got that deal done. The crime he made his meals from. Some of y'all will remember that. Some of y'all was real young. 
In the lobby, I was met by a God body, working for the Illuminati. Get a real one. He said, don't feel wrong. I got to pat you down for concealed arms and listening devices. You can't take a word. Some advice, kid. These jits will leave you lifeless with the slightest sign of betrayal. His name was Ray from the Bay, residing Vallejo. He told me keep pricing my life, remain faithful. He seen vice in the night that'll make your face blue. I said, thank you. I fell in there looking debonair. Heavy stairs for my debutante, a mainstay. Gloria Esteban was on the main stage. I got inside on the table they had. Mountains of Yayo, Ebony, Ebony Dawson, snorting bait. Face looking like Tusker elephants off of Louis Trunks and nothing but their pumps. They was truly jumps. Some with their booties pumped, others truly plumped. Shit, I want to screw me one. But business first, what y'all want to do? The constable said, get comfortable, let me take your coat. You still got a ways to go. Shit, they'll send their favorite hoe to come for you. Please be advised, she's the number two. <laughs> Indeed. Solar activation. 